Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What's going on, everyone? Joe Cameron, John Rich. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you. Off and rolling this uh, now Tuesday morning. Hope you had a wonderful President's Day weekend, NBA All-Star weekend. Not so wonderful. That game yesterday, a fiasco and a farce. Flyers lose the outdoor game over the weekend. Phil's, Phil's squad in tow, spring training. We'll get in a lot of Phil's baseball today, including the Bryce Harper desire for a new contract, contract extension that would be, which he did not shy away from over the weekend. We'll do some Eagle stuff and more. All of it with you on the phone lines at 215-592-9494. Rich Rich. Hello, Joe. Hello there, Johnny. George Washington, when he uh, stepped down from being president, opened a distillery. And uh, a successful whiskey business. Wow. He, in 1799, he bottled 11,000 gallons of alcohol uh, to sell. And it was an incredibly successful business for George Washington. G-dubs, that's when, news to me. After being president. Didn't know that. He was a whiskey distiller. How about that? That's uh, pretty amazing. Maybe Bryce Harper can get into that, make an extra buck. He wants to make a buck. <sighs> yeah. All right, let, guys. Let's ta- let's tackle this topic. So first off, hope everyone had a great last couple of days. Good to see you, or not see. Good to see John. Good to see James. Good to see Rhea. Good to uh, be heard by anyone listening to our show. We appreciate it. Look, let's get into it today here at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Because you know, it was a couple of months ago, uh, Scott Boris came out publicly and said, you know, he and Bryce would like Bryce to have uh, you know a contract extension. And you know, the deal with baseball, you can't rip up a contract. Sort of like the NBA, you can't rip it up. Uh, All you can do if you want more money is to extend the deal. And so the Phillies could extend the deal with uh, Bryce Harper. To this point, they have not. Now, I will tell you before we go any further, I think the Phillies will extend the deal. Whether you like it or not, I think the Phillies will extend the deal. Uh, I will tell you this, I don't think they should. Uh, Harper's under contract still for eight more years and over $200 million. But, you know, I, I am curious where everyone stands at 215-592-9494. We've been down this road before. Now, this is a unique one. Eight years left, over $200 million. Like, what are you talking about? Why in the world would you even entertain the possibility of extending a Bryce Harper contract? Well, we've been down this road with Terrell Owens. We've been down this road with Hassan Reddick. Now, this one's different, again, because of how much money's left and how many years are left. But I do wonder how much of an appetite there is out there. And I want to hear from you at 215 215- Five nine two ninety four ninety four, to give Bryce, who has been superlative, he has been unbelievable. He has been, he has been better than I imagined, and I imagined a lot, and he's been better than that. I wonder if there's a sentiment out there to give Bryce additional money just to quell the situation. Look, he's under contract till thirty nine. 
It's a multi-billion dollar deal, uh, business. So are you of the mindset to say, hey, look, yeah, it's irritating. Yeah, it's frustrating as a fan to stomach. But just give the guy an extra, you know, two years, $75 million, take him into his 40s, make him happy, and let's just get on with it. Because getting on with Bryce Harper is getting on with one of the great players in Philadelphia sports, like, history. Is that your mindset, or is this one of those things where I am, which is like, come on, what are we doing here? The guy's under contract for almost a whole nother decade. He's under contract to the age of 39. He signed it. Uh, you know, tough cookies, buttercup, to, you know, to take two different phrases and put them together. John, where are I you? I don't think that was that effective. No, that, no. that recombination. <laughs> no. Tough cookies, buttercup, not going right. to catch I'm on. I'm just trying to, not cro- for me. I'm trying to cross it weird. John, where are you on the Bryce Harper thing? Where- you always cross it weird, John. Yeah, you don't try. have to worry. Thank you. It's good to see you, man. Thanks, pal. Uh, what do you, what do you make good of to this, see you, John? Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. healthy. Healthy. I'm healthy, back. Healthy, Jimmy. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, you feel good, James? Yeah, I feel great. Good. It's totally totally back to normal. Good. Couple rough days good. and now you I feel look, fine. You look great. Thanks, buddy. Very uh Are you eating in there? Put together. Are you eating right now? I have a, a, a breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Are uh, you time reprimanding bar, yeah. so, right now? Well, yeah. I mean, we go to him at Come six on, six man. oh one a.m. We well, go to him for the no one can celebrate him. It, it, it's you only because you can see me. You <laughs> well, knew. I wasn't the one that pivoted to you. He's the one that started talking to you. I mean, okay, yeah, celebrate him. All right, he's all right, back. Celebrate him like yeah. Ben Simmons. He's I'm, a treasure. I'm eating and breakfast. I'm not being you know, sarcastic. unlike you, like I don't like a bowl of pasta in front yeah, of me. Well, at I don't have a bowl of pasta today either. All right, John. And again, everyone, look, is this crazy talk to give Bryce more money? Or is this just business? Is this just baseball? Is it, you know, some might say it's wise business to just have no problems moving forward. If you want to deal with a bad contract like 10 years from now, then you do. John, where do you stand on this Bryce thing? Yeah, I I love you, Bryce. I, I get I get this a little bit, but uh, it, I'm going to make Scott Boris the bad guy here. Uh, maybe in a couple more years, if you, Bryce, if you maintain this excellence, then things will feel different and Boris won't feel like the villain asking for this. I am still, in my mind, I'm, I'm like the thought bubble, the, the voice bubble is coming from Scott Boris on his ask. Uh, I think right now Boris should go pound sand. I, I don't want to mess around with setting a crazy precedent until we <laughs> absolutely have to. That crazy precedent you know, he's 31. He signed the deal for 13 years and yeah. $330 million. He's only played five years of that. that. Now, it's just not – it doesn't feel quite right to me yet. Now, I understand Bryce wants to be paid closer to what he's worth to this team. Uh, and and he knew his dilemma was coming because he didn't sign a contract with the opt-out in it. That's right. And I do appreciate that opt-out concept. And and what what I know, what I've been informed, you know, what I what I can learn by reading about this contract is that he did not want the opt-out. Scott Boris always wants to include an opt-out. Uh just to protect his Well, you guys. know, John, if he had it, he could have opted out right now and got, I mean right now a couple months ago gotten a whopper of a deal. Manny Machado signed the same time as Bryce remember remember. it was Manny or Bryce right Manny had an opt-out in his contract he exercised that opt-out Manny just was rewarded for that opt-out for by a 350 million dollar extension a new 350 a new 350 million dollar extension here's Bryce set to make eight more years uh at 24 and a half million a year I can understand 
his dilemma. I just, I'm just telling you, it feels a little early. And by the way, I really appreciate well, it feels a lot early. I really appreciate that the opt out not being in his contract is because Bryce wanted to be a bulletproof recruiter mm-hmm. for this team. He didn't want anyone to be able to say, "Well, hey, look, he's trying to bring you to Philadelphia." What's the guarantee Bryce will stay in Philadelphia? He wanted to be able to say, well, the guarantee is I'm never opting out. This is where I want to live. This is where I want to raise my family. And and that is important to me. So to some degree, I'm a little bit conflicted. I do think it's early for this. I'm not ready to go there yet. Yeah. I'm still making Boris the bad guy. Uh, I can see something like this happening in you know a couple well, years down I, the road. I will tell you, so I think it's going to happen sooner than that. Whether you wanted to or not, I think it will. Uh, I don't like it because, you know, to me, it's like, you know, $330 million should be enough. Now, I will say this. When you bring up the Machado thing, John, he's probably, and we could add it all up. When all is said and done, he's probably going to get $500 million from the Padres. The three, what did you say, 350 you just referenced? 350 Plus, he's probably already made, and again, we could look it up. He's probably made about $150 million in those first five years. So that means he's going to get, like, about $500 million. Bryce, who I believe is a better player. Is going to get three hundred and thirty million. Now, right. here's another interesting thing. But his contract, but Bryce's contract yep. is still the seventh most, the seventh largest in the history of Major League Baseball. That three hundred and thirty million dollars. Yep. It's the seventh biggest ever. Yeah, but here's what it also is: less money per year than Trey Turner. Yep. Twenty four. It ends up. What now, you got left? About- it's twenty four and a half left. If you look at that, it, it's eight years left. One hundred ninety six million left. My math says that's $24.5 million. Well, I thought year. it was twenty seven, but it's, it's somewhere in there. I just, like, I wonder in that clubhouse, does, James, does Bryce making less money this year than Trey Turner chafe him? I mean, I don't know. Like, because it seems like it does. Uh, I, look, I think they're trying to get more money. Who wouldn't? <laughs> right. You're always, you take advantage of an opportunity to get more money if you can. I don't think Bryce is sitting there looking at Trey and being like, I'm better than you. Uh, you I mean, that's baseball. I mean, there are tons of guys on teams who sign contracts before better than players who make more money than them. I mean, Aaron Nola is going to make more money than Bryce Harper this year. I don't think he's going to look at Nola and be like, wow, uh, you know. But I do think that Bryce probably believes he is is worth more. Let's sure. listen, let's listen to Bryce Harper over the weekend. Obviously, all the players reported to spring training. A lot of a lot of commentary coming out of uh, of Clearwater on, on all sorts of different issues, and we'll cover so much of it today. Here's Bryce Harper over the weekend on a possible extension with the Phils. I believe your agent said that, that you would like an extension at some point. Is that basically to know that you're going to retire as a Philly? Yeah, I mean, I think there's been communication there, um, you know, between you know myself and um, Dave and also Scott and Dave as well. Um, obviously, I want to be here for a long time, and um, you know, we'll see what happens. All right, so that's just a little taste of it, but Harper continued on when asked more uh, about the topic of a possible extension with the Phils. Will you be okay if the negoti- uh, potential extension does not happen in the short term, or is this something that you feel like you you have some urgency on that you want to see done sooner rather than, than later if it happens? Uh, I mean, I understand there's other guys to take care of, right? Um, understanding that Wheels is a big one for us right now. Um, but, you know, contract negotiations can happen, you know, throughout how many, you know, or, how, or sorry, contract negotiations can happen, you know, throughout the throughout the season and things like that. So, um, you know, we'll see uh, see what Scott and, you know, Dave can come up with. You, uh, you've talked a lot about how, you know, you – did not want an opt-out, right? You don't have one, didn't want one. Does that make this, you know, you're in year six, right, going into year six here, does that make this more challenging for you to kind of get, you know, 
what you want to see done to this contract? No, I mean, I haven't really thought about it too much about that. Um, just trying to, you know, understand. I want to be here for a long time and understand, you know, playing into my 40s. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing for me. Um, so wanting to get that done. I had Bryce the other day. I will say this. I, I Well, I think the whole thing's kind of ridiculous. I do at least as a Philadelphia sports fan and a Phillies fan appreciate. It's not like he's being – you know, a jerk about it. He's not doing sit-ups in his driveway. You know, he's, it, mm-hmm. this is not, mm-hmm. you know, he's not taking this and pinning the fills publicly up against the wall. He's, he's sort of putting, uh, he's putting it out there, but he's not being a jerk about it. Now, let me say this. Hold he, on, the, go ahead, John. When, when he talks about the future like that, I, I, I appreciate talking uh, about playing into his forties. It's just something that I can't, I, well, I, I can't believe it until I see it. Like, that's one of those things that it's just like it's so rare and unexpected totally. that, that any player's body cooperates like that. Right. And I know Bryce wants his body to cooperate. Bryce is 31 years old. You know, we, we <laughs> talking about playing into Tom Brady time like right. that. That really is like so far out there. In and the, the Phils can deal with that, you know, oh, six years from now or right. seven years from now or Eight years from now. Yeah. But let me tell you something, John. I think they're going to do it sooner than later. Here's a quote from John Middleton in Scott Lauber's piece today. This is what John Middleton said over the weekend. Quote, look, I want Bryce to retire as a Philly. I frankly expect him to retire as a Philly. I'm hoping for that. And I think we'll work something out. I don't know when that'll be, and I don't know what it'll be, but I think there's two people that want to work, that want it to work, and we'll find a way. What is everyone's reaction? I want to hear from you at 215-592-9494. To the whole Bryce Harper thing, as it relates to T.O., as it relates to Hassan Reddick, as it relates to anything and everything we've seen in Philadelphia sports, is this just phony baloney nonsense, or is it just good business practice to take the best player in Philadelphia sports, give him money that, you know, would be uh, an, an extra $100 million, an extra $50 million, an extra $75 million, to tip him over into his 40s, to make him happy, and just say, let's go get the rest of this over the next, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. Your phone calls, 215-592-9494. What do you make of the Bryce thing? The best player in Philly sports, under contract for eight more seasons, once more. What do you say? Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie, it's 94 WIP. Resolve all your home's plumbing problems today. Horizon Services Pros are ready to solve any plumbing emergencies that you did not see coming. From burst pipes to stubborn clogs to water heater disasters, Horizon's licensed experts have you covered with same-day, 24-7 solutions. They'll arrive promptly to your home, listen to your concerns, and offer expert guidance to repair or replace. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, great to be here on this Tuesday morning. We all took off, uh, we all took off President's Day yesterday. Um, But I hope you had a good weekend. NBA was a joke. We'll get into that. Uh, Flyers outdoor game, obviously you want to comment on that. We gave away a lot of tickets to that game. If you were there, we'd love to hear from you what the pageantry of the outdoor game was. I've been to one of them. Now, not a regular season game, but I went to the the. Uh, winter classic, uh, what would they call it? The alumni game back in 2012, I think it the was. Or Bank 11? One, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It loved was, it. I it was loved pretty cool. That. I, I actually watched some of it with Shane Victorino. So it That's was great. totally wild to be at Citizens Bank Park <laughs> watching a hockey game with a Philly. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so if you, you know, experienced the Flyers Devils game over the weekend, we'd love to hear from you w- what it was like. Obviously, unfortunately, the Flyers on the the losing side of it. But, uh, look, some good over the weekend, some not so good. What do you make of the whole thing? All right, let's kick it off. Kurt and Marlton right now. Kurt, good morning. Good morning, all. How's everybody today? Doing well, Kurt. Dude, where you been, my man? You're a great caller. Uh, we love when you call. Yeah. Welcome back. Real, real life has been entirely too real over uh, the past few months. But, you know, so it goes. Oh, and, John, little inside baseball. I just picked up a new Taylor acoustic. And let me tell you, I'm in love. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So, a couple points. Uh, as far as playing into his 40s, you know, moving him to first base is going to take a lot of wear and tear off of his body. Um, not that first base is easy, but it's easier than running all over the outfield. Um, mm-hmm. It's easier on his arm. And, you know, in the league with the DH, I think we're going to see over time, we're going to see more and more players approach their 40s. And we've seen it before. Well, look at Big Poppy. I think he made it into his 40s. And that's not a guy that was in good shape. Look at Bryce. He takes care of himself. He does, uh-huh. and but you know we've always said from from the moment he got here, look how violently he swings, yeah. and man, how's he ever going to keep that up? And and I, I have always worried about that part of it. Like, can you imagine that playing well in your forties? I I can't, yeah. but I do expect that he will adjust his game. That he's such a baseball head, he's going to have a plan for uh, you know how to. How to you know tweak the swing? How to how to make things work for whatever stage his body is in decline wise in those later years? Kurt, I'm are just you saying it's it's so rare that a guy puts it together and actually makes it work like Tom Brady? Kurt, are you saying sign him sign him now to more? You know, first of all, there's 
why he shouldn't try. That's the way business is done now in professional sports and certainly in, in MLB. You know, you, you take a shot. I, I don't think Bryce expects it to happen tomorrow. I mean, Boris would be really happy about it, but Bryce is, is a realistic person. He's going to get his money. So as far as when, I, you know, I think he's going to get it this year and it makes sense to do it. That opt-out clause, for, foregoing the opt-out clause, is going to actually give him a little bit of leverage now because it was a goodwill move with good reason mm. to be a recruiter, and now it's paid off. He's done it. He's made helped make the Phillies a destination. So you know, you I wouldn't call Kurt. I wouldn't call it leverage. I'd call it um, goodwill, as you use the term, but it's not how leverage. About, how about credibility? As far as him saying, you know, I'll make it a destination. He has help, and you know that has value. All right, listen, I mean, I, yeah. I don't agree with the first, uh, you know, caller's point there, but uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, others at 215. I mean, look, I think a lot more people are going to say don't pay him than pay him. First caller out of the gate says give Harper more money and give it to him now. I mean, that, well, man, man. I, I, look, I know he's delivered. I know he has. I, if you want to say he's outperformed the deal, at least to this point he has. Look, John Middleton took a hell of a risk committing money to him that they haven't yet that he hasn't yet, uh, I don't want to say earned, he hasn't played under, we don't know if he's going to be healthy in 2026, let alone 2030. I mean, here's what we do know. He's, it, been, he's been great, but he's also been pretty banged up, guys. It's been great, but it feels been like a lot it's of been incredibly bad luck with the injuries. You know, well, like strings right. and rashes of injuries that but, were un- improbable. But bad luck or not, it's what it is. I yeah. mean, Donovan had bad luck. Carson Wentz had bad luck. Ryan Howard had bad luck. But it's been bad, enough. bad luck. It's Everyone's been, bad luck. But it's been bad enough that that I sort of expect it in the grand like cosmic world that he will be less injured in in the future than what we've seen in the last couple. Well, I would tend to agree over the next two to three years. The problem is we're not talking about two to three years. We're talking about the ninth and tenth year from yeah. now. That's the problem. Now, here's the other thing. Here's the other metric that has to be into the equation. What happens if they don't give him more money? So my assumption is that Bryce Harper would be good guy, guy. You know, I don't expect Bryce Harper again to, to pull a T.O. I don't, I don't think he's going to do a Chris Jones and not show up and play. Like, there's, you know, th- there's a lot that certain athletes, a lot of you guys know I use the term lever. There's a lot of levers you can pull. I don't expect him to pull them. And that, to me, dramatically hurts Bryce Harper's leverage. James, where do you stand on the entire situation to pay Bryce Moore to not? Is it smart business to just tack on two years and $75 million and just have a happy camper? Like, where do you stand on the whole thing? I think it's bigger than Bryce with that. I mean, you're setting a precedent. Now, what yeah, if are. Trey Turner has two awesome years and is like an MVP, one of them, and, and the best player in baseball type thing? And he's like, oh, hey, guys, you know what? I want more money, too. Look how awesome I've been. I've I've won an MVP. Like, you're setting a dangerous, bad precedent. Look, I think Bryce Harper is probably the only player I would ever, like, even consider doing this for based on what they've done and what I think they are to the franchise. But I just think it's it's a a crazy precedent to set, and I I would absolutely not go down. So your message to him is go pound sand. Yeah, my message to him is, Bryce, look, you will get taken care of. Like, it will work out for you in this city, I promise, man. And down the road, like when you're 38 years old and you're you're still playing well, you're going to get more money. We will keep you. You will not end your career anywhere else. But, like, I can't do this now, man. Like, what else can I do for you to make you happy? You may go f- sign someone else, trade for someone. I'll do it. <laughs> but, like, I can't set this price. All right, James, what's your reaction? And again, everyone at 215-592-9494. 
James, your reaction as a Phillies fan and as someone who, you know, doesn't make hundreds of millions of dollars because, you know, none of us make hundreds of millions and very few people in the world make millions of dollars to this quote from John Middleton. I think we'll work something out. I don't know when that'll be, and I don't know what it'll be, but I think there's two people that want it to work and we'll find a way. What's your reaction to that? My reaction is they're going to pay him at some point, yeah, and, and it's, <laughs> it is what Probably it is. sooner than later. Yeah, probably. Because he doesn't go on record with that quote. He doesn't want quote. this out there. Like, he doesn't, like, just get yeah. rid of this. Yeah. He does not go, like, this to me is not going to be, hey, they're going to sign him in, in four years. I think they're going to sign him during 2024. I think they'll do it quietly. As quietly as you can give a guy who's got $200 million left on a deal, an extension, he'll, he'll, he'll hit a home run in May, and, and then the next day you'll find out the Phillies just tacked on two years. I'm telling you guys, mark my words. I don't know if it's for sure May, but sometime this year they're going to tack on two years, $75 million. Before or He's, after they figure something out with Wheeler? It's, in, it's independent but of I that. Think after. It's ind- I don't know about that, James, because I don't know if they're going to get Wheeler Doesn't done or not have, in season. But again, after? Yeah, I think it's no, after. It's, it's if you're talking about extension with another on. guy, you can't be like, sorry, Zach, we just, we're, hold on, we got to give Bryce 80 more million and then we'll come back to you. Is, like, all it you just need feels to know wrong. is the quote by Middleton, what he said. There are two people that want it to work and we'll find a way. But Those I, two people are John Middleton yeah. and Bryce Harper. Of course, I think it will work. Yeah. My point is, go back to what Bryce said. Hey, I know there's more important things right now. We got to get wheels signed. Yeah, like but, he literally said that out loud. Yeah, but so, James, here's the here's the problem with, with that. At least as I perceive it, Bryce Harper, Joe DeCamera, John Ritchie, even believe it or not, John Middleton does not control control whether Zach Wheeler signs during. No, the but season. they control when they announce that they sign Bryce Harper. Well, I mean, if or you're they, saying when they, they, they can they say, hey, Scott, deal, we're going to do this. We're going to wait. All right. We just want to make sure a, this wheels thing is done. And then, but this will get announced. Don't worry. Uh, it's done. Like, whatever. They, they, well, what if he that? suffers a career ending injury? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Are you saying sign him in May, but don't announce it till if August? they're signing him anyway? I'm saying that one thing they do control is when they <laughs> no, announce that. They do. Right. No, you're, you're right about that. All right. Where do you stand on the whole thing? 215 592 9494. Plus, a really cool prize we're going to give you coming up, uh, give you the chance to win. And the NBA All-Star Game. What a, what a mess. I mean, what a mess. What a mess it was over the weekend with the NBA. We'll get into that and more. Your phone calls on all of these topics. First caller says pay him. Do you think that's nonsense? You tell us. Show the camera. They already are paying him. $330 million. It's the seventh biggest <laughs> contract in the history of Major League Baseball. Hey, we all want more money. Where do you stand on it? Cherry Cameron, John Ritchie, 94 WIP. Let me tell you about the exciting things going on at Lexus of Cherry Hill. New Year, so time for a new ride from Lexus of Cherry Hill. The L Certified Winter Collection Sales Event is going on now at Lexus of Cherry Hill. Receive special finance rates on select L Certified Lexus now through February 29th. They have over 300 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Lexus of Cherry Hill has proudly served the Delaware Valley since 1989. They are family-owned and operated, and on top of that, they are very... Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Veteran-owned, my friends at Lexus of Cherry Hill, are now a six-time 
Jade. All right, great being with everyone on this Tuesday morning. Might feel like a Monday if you were off yesterday for President's Day, but it is, in fact, a Tuesday. Wonderful to be with you here, 94 WIP. The uh, cross-section of a lot of different things in Philly sports, including that Flyers uh, outdoor game over the weekend. If you were there, we'd love to hear from you. Obviously, disappointment to see the Flyers lose. A fiasco to see the NBA All-Star weekend, particularly the game. Phillies early spring training. What to do with Bryce Harper, major topic of conversation. Look, here's my mindset. Don't pay him more money. Um, he's making $330 million over 13 years. I mean, it, it ought to be enough. Now, I know this. Uh, he wants more. And that's not an insignificant reality to, to the situation. I mean, John Middleton needs to assess if he thinks things will go awry if he, if he doesn't pay him more. That, see, that's the thing. That, that's part of what happened with T.O. Things went awry. Because the the Eagles weren't willing to give him more. I, I look. I believe in the end, John Middleton. And by the way, by the end, I mean sooner than later, will pay him more. Because there is an argument to tack on, and a lot of callers are, are making this point. Tack on two years and seventy five million. Give Bryce what he wants. Have a ha- happy camper. You're probably gonna you know have to eat you know millions at the end of the deal. But in a multi billion dollar business, you know some would say, well, that's just the price of doing business. I would say that's bad business. I would say that's ridiculous, but in the end, I expect him to do it, and I expect him to do it sometime this year. But where do you stand on the Bryce Harper thing? Again, remember, he's got eight years and $196 million left. I never conceived the concept of someone with eight years and $196 million wanting more money, and he he, he puts it under the umbrella of, well, I want to play in my 40s. I mean, my thing is, well, yeah, you, you can play in your 40s. You can want to. Your body has to cooperate, <laughs> and it's so rare that that even yeah. happens. I'll it, pay. I'll pay you then if you're if if you're getting close and you got a year left or two years and you're still performing at a high level. I'll be happy to. Yeah, when we're sit down and Forties is is what tempers this contract down. What makes this contract feel like it's you know rational? It's still the seventh largest contract in Major League Baseball history, yeah. and you know I understand now that the average per year it's it's 25 million or 24 and a half million if you take those eight years and the 196 million you've got left it does seem paltry by comparison to some of those other big names out there but I come from a world you know my mom was teaching my dad was selling cars if you had a million dollars you were like Richie Rich with a butler Cadbury and a dog dollar and and like you were set (laughs) this is 330 million uh man feels almost offensive it does feel at almost this point. offensive yeah i don't want i don't want to hear about you needing more yet i understand you it feels like you've outplayed it at this point man there's a lot of contract left that's right it's just too early man i i, we, I love you but at this point i'm putting this on your nasty agent and i'm blaming him and i'm telling him scott boris go pounce well i'll tell you this what bryce said we're going to get to that audio up ahead here here's what john middleton said over the weekend and this is in an article with scott lauber of the inquirer and it sure sounds like he's going to be paying bryce probably sooner than later an extension into his 40s here's what here's what middleton said he said look i want bryce to retire as a philly 
I frankly expect him to retire as a Philly. I'm hoping for that. And I think we'll work something out. I don't know when that'll be, and I don't know what it'll be, but I think there's two people that want it to work, and we'll find a way. We'll ask you this question. Hearing the Phillies owner you know, say that, what's your reaction to that? A lot of support so far on the phone lines for paying Bryce Harper more money. Where do you stand? 215-592-9494. Let's get to Mike and Cherry Hill. Hi, Mike. Joe, John, Rhea, how is everybody doing? What's up, Joe, Mike? sir. All right, so I got a comment on Bryce. I love the guy, and this is going to lead into my winning answer, okay? <laughs> okay. Bryce Harper, it's almost like, hey, you might as well ask. All I can do is say no. I love the guy, but come on, man. This is what's wrong with sports. Eight years left? Eight years. Eight years. Eight, eight years left. That's that, you, know, you know how, Mike, you know how long that is? That's, that's a presidency that wins re-election. That's yeah, the that's maximum right. that someone can be president, and he wants he wants more than that. And we're talking not two years left. Now, and this is what's wrong with sports. And this is what the biggest force is, Joe. What? This professional sports contract. Look at the NFL. How many guys on how many teams never see their contract through? Come on, any other business, you sign a contract, guess what? You go there. You, you abide by the contract. No, no, not in sports. You know, we're gonna, you know Mike, we're going we're gonna to be, be talking to Ruben Frank in five minutes about the Reddick situation. We'll see where he stands on that. Yeah. Look, pro, here's the one thing I'll say about pro sports contracts, Mike, because there's a lot of people that will call in and say, uh, and Mike, good, good call. I mean, it's, it's thought-provoking. A lot of people will call in and say, you know, the contracts disgust me. And I'll admit, they disgust me. But the players do perform a service that gets millions and sometimes hundreds of millions of people to watch. And, John, that's why they make the money they make. I mean, that's just, that's just, that's just the reality of the matter. I mean, the NFL just played a game a week or so ago that just in America alone, over 100 million people watched. Just in America alone. So, you know, that's why they make the money they make. I mean, And the owners are making a lot more than they are. The owners are making a lot more you know, than they are. There's a reason they can afford to pay those contracts. They are. No, that that that's right. Uh, you know, Phillies last year obviously Well, don't you usually side with the owners though? I do. Usually I side with the owners. <laughs> does, yeah. Do you really? Oh, for sure. You? For sure. Yeah, they they take the risk with the franchise. It's just pro management. Seltzer, you know <laughs> Seltzer, you know you know my argument with baseball players anytime they have a labor dispute, go start your own league. I know you See do. how that goes. Yeah. Well, if they Start did, though, yeah, if they had the infrastructure and stuff, they would, and it would work because they're it. the people that people come to watch. Like, go, well, go start your league. How about the owners go say, all right, we're going to start another league with other players. That won't work out as well, well owners. That's, yeah, that's, well, that, that's almost happened when SCAD players have almost played. All right, 215-59. And, of course, we did have SCAD players in a football season in 87, which is still so unbelievable that that occurred. And that's part of how the Washington football team won the Super Bowl because yeah. their, their scabs went 3-0. and Eagle scabs went 0 and 3. It's insane. It is, it is, it really is insane. insane. Especially of all the sports for it to be football. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, you would think all right. Crazy. So, speaking of championships, the Phils, you know, came pretty close last year winning a championship, five games short. Obviously, it was a thrill in October until it was a FUD at the end of October. Rob Thompson was on with Howard this week and really good interview on, on Saturday morning here on WIP. Howard's been down in spring training. Rob Thompson. Uh, seated there with Howard on Saturday, and they covered a lot of ground, including looking back at the Arizona series. 
we have had heavy focus on the Kimbrell situation. Rob Thompson and Howard talked about it. Uh, let's listen to this exchange. How much do you think about what happened in that playoff series? One that the Phillies were obviously expected to win. Yeah, I, th- I thought about it a lot, actually, over the course of the winter. And, and you know, you go th- back through your decision-making and, and the processes and, and try to improve on that. And uh, I know the, the Kimbrell situation, um, using him in, what was it, game five or game four, I guess, mm-hmm. games three and four, um, that's been a big issue. But if you look at, at Kimbrell's numbers in September, he, I think he threw 12 innings and tw- had 12 appearances, gave up two runs. The first four outings in the playoffs didn't give up a run. And then games three and four, you know, it got away from us. But, um, but I, I, that one I'd do again. I really would because I, you know, you don't. One game doesn't necessarily mean it's a trend. Um, and I had, a lot, I still had a lot of confidence in him, and, and Craig did a really good job for us last year. So, that was one decision that um, I, I'd probably do the same thing. Oh no! Oh no! This is—it's like the worst thing I could have heard today. Come on! Don't, I'm just no. Come on! No! Do it again! Are what you are, crazy? What are we doing here? What are we? What? What is going on with the world? I got a player making three hundred and thirty million dollars that wants more money under contract for eight more years, and I love the Phils. And I got a manager who I need him to know that it was a mistake to put Craig Kimbrell in game four. And I'm not saying he had a ton of other great options. I'm not saying he did because there were other pitchers that were faltering at that point in the season as well. But first off, I start with anybody but him. I mean, that's just fundamentally the way it goes, including if you have to leave the starting pitcher in longer, like whatever you got to do, I cannot have – listen, I was very clear the day of game four. I said it here on WIP. Kimbrell does not get into this game tonight unless – the game goes into extra innings, and I'm, like, down to my last guy, and then Craig Kimball has to get in there because it's the 12th inning, and then that's the way it goes. Like, you just cannot live in a world where after what happened in September – and I know he's giving you the, the Kimbrell wasn't – No, but, but he, that's but a problem. But he was showing signs. Yes. That's the problem. Do we all remember the Johan Rojas catch? He was showing, Do we all remember right. that? Like, that's there's right. so many spots like that where it was like Kimbrell was on a ledge, and it was just, just waiting to fall off. Waiting. 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 Yeah. Correct. So yeah. that that frustrated me. One more from Rob Thompson, then we'll get to uh, to Ruben Frank shortly. And of course, you can. What is your reaction at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four to hearing Rob Thompson say he'd do it again? Man, that that bugs me. Here's another one because Rob Thompson had a great follow up question here. To, to, to go ahead, John. I just wonder why he still feels like he needs to like defend Craig Kimbrell because I think that's what this stems from. I agree. I, I guess like maybe he's just defaulting to. His natural state, which is I will protect my guys, even though he's not really my guy. Any I think longer. he trusts players. I think he trusts guys that he trusts. And Kimbrough was someone he trusted and should have for a while, but then that trust should have been broken. And he apparently was the only guy that didn't see that it should have been broken. Now, a great follow up question here by Howard, not so much on the Kimbrough topic, but on another issue as it relates to the postseason. Here's more of Howard with Rob Thompson over the weekend. Is there anything that you would have changed? I and think everybody second guesses themselves. Sure. For sure. Something. The, the right. one that, that I struggle with the most probably is is pinch hitting for Rojas in Game 7, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. And, um, you know, now, uh, you know, going back on it, would I do it again? Yeah, that's maybe one that I might think a little bit harder about. I am so confused. Wait, is he saying not pinch hitting or pinch hitting? I am did. so confused. Here's what, I don't, here's what I don't know if he's saying. Is he saying 
I shouldn't have taken Rojas out of the game in the middle of the game. Or is he saying, I shouldn't have put myself in a position to even have to make well, no, the decision. I should saying, have started him. Or, or no, or is he saying, I should have pinch hit for him when the bases were yeah. loaded in the third inning. Remember, yeah, everyone thought I should have pinch right. hit there, and then yeah. he pinch Correct. hit later in the game. I don't know which one he's I'm saying. I'm so confused. So I'm he's so defending confused too. Kimbrel, who's gone. Everyone are backing him, yeah. but the Rojas is like, ah, eh, you know, young kid. Well, it depends which way. Yeah. He might be saying, I wish I had never taken Rojas out of the game at all. That's what it sounds that's like. That's my impression. That's, of it. My that's impression. what I thought, which is also but maybe, insane. Maybe he means the earlier bat he should have. The whole, the whole damn thing confuses me. All right. Uh, let, so all of that on the table and your reaction to what you heard there from Rob Thompson. Again, Bryce Harper wants more money. He's still owed $196 million for eight more years. What do you make of, uh, of Bryce's uh, interest? I don't think we can call it a demand. I guess the demand comes when you say like you won't show up, and Bryce has shown up. But it's certainly an interest for Bryce Harper to make more money. Where do you stand on that at 215-592-9494? Speaking of more money, Hassan Reddick also would like more money. I'd be more inclined to pay him at this stage than Bryce Harper at this stage. And, of course, the Eagles are doing a dance with Hassan Reddick trying to figure out what to do there. For more on that situation, the Eagles offseason – Let's turn to our guy from NBC Sports Philadelphia and also one of our own here at WIP, Mr. Ruben Frank. Good morning, Rube. Hey, guys. You think Rob Thompson confused you? Wait till you hear me. <laughs> there you go. So, Rube, do you ever think we'd see the day? Guys under contract for $196 million, guaranteed money, by the way. And, you know, once more? Publicly willing to say once more? What is the world coming to, Rube? That's. <laughs> I mean, it's and always by, been by, that way. Rube, and by the way, most yeah. callers so far, most callers on our show have said give them more money. Yeah, it's not their money. Uh, <laughs> well, it's their money when they show up and the ticket price goes up 10 bucks. I mean, I'll never forget, and we're going back here, but Keith Jackson signed a contract extension when he was with the Eagles, and his agent, Gary Richard, I'll never forget this, said this contract is so good, it's renegotiation proof. Yeah, that was his word. He made up a word. And, like, I mean, I'm telling you, 15 months later, you're like, we're going to hold out if he doesn't get a new contract. So, look, I mean, it's just part of sports. It's, it's going to keep happening. He held out a lot. Uh, my, my recollection in the, I think it was four or five years of Keith Jackson, he held out most training camps. Well, yeah, and he, he actually is responsible for free agency with yeah. one of those holdouts. But that's that's a story for another day. Sure is. All right, Rube, let's, let's get to the Hassan Reddick situation. I think everyone's pretty familiar with it. What is your – prediction of what will happen with Hassan Reddick and the Eagles? Me- meaning, will he get a new contract this offseason? If he doesn't, will he hold out? If he doesn't, will they trade him? Where do you, where do you see the Reddick situation going? Yeah, I, I think there's it's a complicated situation. He's still a really, really good player, but he's 30. And, you know, we just saw what happened with Bradbury. I think that's kind of fresh in everybody's mind when you hit that certain age. I mean, Bradbury was, was so good two years ago. Uh, and Reddick's still a really good player. But did we see regression from him from 16 to 11 sacks, didn't have a sack his last five games? Or was that just a product of the general malaise that kind of hit the team and the coaching staff? Yeah. and Bad defensive play calls. Terrible play calls. So there's a lot going into it. And you also have – you know, Josh Sweat is up after this year, and Landon Dickerson and Devontae. So as good as Hassan Reddick is, he's not number one priority just because he's an older guy. Josh Sweat isn't as good, but he's three years younger. So it, it's it's a lot. But, you know, how he usually finds his way, he finds solutions to these things. And uh, Hassan Reddick, I mean, top ten edge rushers are getting $25 million a year. 
And I, I'm just not sure they're ready to do that with a player at that age. And uh, I think Howie will find a short-term solution to kind of put this off. And uh, he's never really let a guy go in this situation. Uh, but it is a complicated one. And certainly you would put Devontae ahead of Hassan Reddick just because he's younger and he's, you know, he's such a, a great player. And you put Landon Dickerson ahead of him in, in the priority list. And there's not unlimited money. Uh, but how he usually finds the way to work, make it work, and I'm I'm guessing they will find a way to make it work. But uh, without knowing exactly what kind of money Hassan Reddick's looking for, it's really hard to predict. But my hunch is he'll be here. How important is Fletcher Cox to this team for 2024? Uh, will they bring him back? That's a tough one. I mean, again, he's not. He's not the kind of guy who gives out hometown discounts, and he shouldn't. I mean, he was their best—he was their best defensive player this year, which is crazy, you know. But he was—he was their most consistent. I mean, he was really good. End of the year when like a lot of guys just stopped fighting. I mean, he just kept fighting. He's—I was really impressed with him, just as a leader, as a player. I mean, I, I've always really admired him and the way he does his. Goes about his business, but this year, with everything falling apart around him, mm-hmm. he did everything humanly possible to keep it together. Um, his influence on the younger guys is immeasurable. Uh, I don't know how they can keep him. Out of, out of all those guys, I mean, Kelsey will never play anywhere else if he plays again. BG will never play anywhere else. But I think Fletcher is still really, really good. And they've they've got these younger guys that they've got to play, and they've got to figure you know figure that out again with new coaches. Uh, so I. You know, I, I hate to I hate to see that guy in another uniform after all he's meant to this franchise. But my guess is he won't be here. Well, I mean, it does feel like if you're gonna go one year early, that was like five years ago. Uh, but he did play well last year. He was incredible last. He did season. a nice job. Like he, he did. Yeah, but but uh, interesting. Avante Maddox, Rube. How much did his play trail off last season? Well, I mean, he was never healthy, yeah. and that's been his his career. I mean, the last few years, and I was just writing about that. I mean, I, I love his game, but you can't count on him. You got to figure out the slot, and you can't depend on Avante Maddox all of a sudden being able to stay healthy. I mean, he's coming off two surgeries. Obviously, so this, when he came, this is another this is another add to the listing. Like I wasn't even considering we need another nickel. You're saying we need another nickel. I mean, can you rely on Avante Maddox staying healthy? Well, you no, can. but I hadn't thought about that. He does that. get hurt this a lot. Very troubling. Yeah, he does get banged up. I guess he's probably a, think, a little at, smaller, right? So maybe at that's his yeah. size. Yeah. yeah, at his and size, he he's, a, you know, he's, he he's a physical guy. He loves yeah. to support the run. You love his game, totally. But I don't know at that size if he's ever going to pl- stay healthy again. Yeah. So you know, may, you know, they uh, as a as a slot. But I don't, I don't know if he's the answer. Uh, I know you got to avoid what happened last year when you had like 12 different guys playing the slot. You were bringing up practice squad. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. That's too important a position to just say, oh, we'll just kind of patchwork it. Rube, let me ask you this. Speaking of the defense, linebacker, another prediction from you. Do they change their philosophy at linebacker or not? Great question. And, I mean, the philosophy, I mean, they, you know, they took, they took the Kobe in the third round. Um, you know, they paid uh, Nigel Bradham. It's been a few years. They drafted Kendricks in the second round, who I thought was really good. I mean, especially that Super Bowl season, mm-hmm. 17. So they have done it at times, and it's they have spent resources on it, and it's worked. Um, but I will say just, this, Rube. The, the Bradham contract, there were two different Bradham contracts. The yeah. first Bradham contract, which was for less money, 
totally worked. The yeah. second Bradham contract, which he got after they won the Super Bowl, and it was a lot more money, totally did not work. Right, exactly. But they, they did sign. I mean, the first one was you know, a competitive yeah. contract yep. for, for a free agent. But, yeah, um, they have to. I think the answer is, is they have to. And you just can't try to get through a season with a bunch of Nicholas Morrows. You can't do it. Now, I don't know what Nicobe is going to be able to do. I don't know. I'd love to see a healthy Nicobe Dean. We can't really – I think it's too early to write him off. Certainly haven't seen anything that tells you he's going to be a, a, a great player um, when he was healthy. Um, but I think you have to at least give him a shot at a starting spot in, in the summer, but they've got to, yeah, they've got to remake that position. They've got to figure out, uh, you know, start out with younger guys, not these, these retreads who are 31 years old and with their fifth team in six years. Uh, but there's look, I mean, we can name every position and they've got work to do. Uh, you can't fix everything overnight. So, uh, yeah, they've got some work to do at linebacker, obviously a, a ton of it. Rube, did, did we find our punter? Last year, Braden Mann, did he win that job? Yeah, he's a free agent also. So right. that, that's another guy you got to you got to figure out your your long snapper and your and your punter. I, he he broke every franchise record for uh, net yards and gross yards. And I was impre- what I was impressed with. He got a bad start his first couple of games. Like, oh, it's another stiff us. Um, but he really got it together, and he did it in some bad conditions. And that's the thing about punting outdoors in the Northeast and kicking. That's why Jake Elliott's so good. He does it in, in conditions. He's not playing in a dome or mm-hmm. in the south where there's no weather. Um, I was really impressed with Braden, man. He's a pretty good passer, too. So, uh, Rube. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Rube, last thing here, man. We that, are... was, that was one of their best offensive plays of, <laughs> You're right. of the year. It was. <laughs> it's unbelievable. We need to incorporate him more. Get a package in for Braden, man, and personnel grouping. Part of the reason that was one of their best plays is the quarterback didn't play as well. Now, part of that was the offensive scheme seemed broken, uh, but, but certainly some of this is on Hurts directly. Um, Rube, I want to ask you this question. This is the first time I'm going to ask this on WIP. I'm sure in the next two months it's not the last time it's going to come up. April, draft, second round, hypothetical. Lurie and Howie like a quarterback in round two. They like him a lot. Will they draft a quarterback in round two if they like a quarterback a lot? I'm guessing no. I think it's not quite time for that. Uh, And I think they understand that they have so many needs on defense that you can't waste one of those those are pretty valuable picks, uh, those those two second-round picks. Um, I don't know what they think of Tanner McKee. I don't know if he'll ever be a, a guy they, they can, you know, send out there as a starting quarterback. But uh, I just think it's too early for that. I think you got to see what kind of effect Kellen Moore and, you know, Doug Nussbaum, this new staff, this new offense, having actually experienced NFL real coaches who could call plays and design uh, an offense and, and get him back. I think you got to spend this year – you know, seeing exactly what you have in Jalen Hurts. I think it's too early to start doing that. And I think also, look at what happened to, to Carson when they drafted a quarterback in the second round. You know, I, 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 know. Think, I, th- I think Jalen's a lot me- more mentally tough than Carson, but uh, that's a real thing. But and look how I, they yeah. almost won the Super Bowl in 2022. I mean, it goes both ways. Like, if we did a question to the audience, poll question, did it work when the Eagles drafted a quarterback in the second round when they had Carson Wentz? You could legitimately say no, or you could legitimately say yes, depending on which side of it you want to view it through. Is it about getting Hurts in and, and having him be the guy the baton is handed to or the demise of Carson? People, are, what, people are still going to be split on that. I like the idea of drafting a young quarterback high 
to help. But two is really high. Well, to help with the accountability, keeping Jalen Hurts like naturally accountable. You know, like there there were times, I guess, it felt like last year I believed that he was not, you know, with the family friend as his quarterback yeah. coach and, and offensive coordinator. I don't know. Maybe things got a little bit too lax. Maybe he I, I wasn't like doing enough we, to improve his game. I don't we, know for sure. What What do you say on that, Rube? We, we just ran through this litany of defensive needs that they've got to address this offseason. And I just don't think they have the luxury of using a premium pick on anything but a corner, a safety, a linebacker, an edge rusher, uh, maybe another weapon for, for Jalen for the offense. Uh, I mean, two months ago, he was he was an MVP favorite. And I, I just think mm-hmm. that it's, it's too early to do that. I think when you look at what he had around him uh, as far as coaches, play calling, play structure, uh, I, I think to draw conclusions – that extreme it's too early hey Ruben great stuff my man love having you on the program hope you're enjoying the offseason a bit and getting some time away thanks Rube anytime guys yeah. thanks, All right. wonderful stuff um, it'll be interesting I mean I think back to the Russell Wilson scenario which huh. they passed on in round two my gosh. and wanted to get in round three like if that's and again this is hypothetical I get it guys it's well, hypothetical you know, Russ, Russ? but let's say that sort of thing was in their eyesight <laughs> you know someone they believe in but like yeah We'll wait another round. I don't know. I I tend to think Ruben's right that they wouldn't do it, but I will tell you this. I don't think it's for the reason Ruben said. I don't think it's because they have so many other needs, which they do have. I think it's more about how they would perceive Jalen perceiving it and whether they think he can handle it after the Carson thing. See, I think because I think if they Jalen believe can in it, handle it. I think Jalen will handle it with a plum. I think Jalen can be helped. By the handling it process. Well, that's a different argument. You're you're saying you know light a fire under his body. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I you know it's it's a tough one. I mean I, it's it's hard to it's hard to truly know the answer to. But I know it's this. hard to we, hold a quarterback accountable. It's hard to create competition for a franchise quarterback. Yeah. Like this is a just a natural way to create competition. You you bring in a a very talented young cheap because you drafted him. Sure, but higher in the draft quarterback. Who has skills that make guys go at practice? Yeah. Holy cow! Did you see that throw? Yeah. Did you see him get through that progression? Did you see him rip that one? Look, Do you want a guy like that around to help keep Jalen just working and honest yeah. and, and just at the top of his game too? I'll tell you this: I don't expect it to happen. And again, it takes a confluence of events. I mean, you really got to believe in a quarterback, and he's still got to be there, and it's got to be there when you're picking. So it's an unlikely scenario to occur. But let me tell you two things unlikely to occur that have happened. One that Carson would fall apart and the Eagles would, in the midst of him showing signs of falling apart, draft a quarterback in round two in 2020. That no one saw coming. Two, a player in Bryce Harper with $196 million left on his contract asking for more money. I mean, I never saw that one coming. All right, let's go to the phones. Where do you stand on all this at 215-592-9494 to give Bryce more money or not? By the way, what Bryce said about that, we'll get to that in just a moment. Oh, one other thing. Let me say a thank you to our audience. This is the one-year anniversary of our program in the morning show. So to everyone listening to us right now and to everyone who has listened to us over the last 300 and, well, now it's the 66th day, 
uh, not that we've been on every single day, but we've been on most of them. We appreciate you listening to the show. Obviously, it was fun, you know, as we as a show got the baton from uh, Angelo and Al and Jonesy and the whole crew that Rhea was a part of. We love doing the show. We love it. Uh, we feel so fortunate to do the show. And we just want to thank you very, very much. To all our callers that call in and, and contribute and all our guests, the, the Jaws and the, the Mike Quick and all these guys we've had on, Ruben Frank and Elliot and Sheil and Ross Tucker and all the wonderful people we have on the program as guests. And, of course, most especially to you for listening to our program. We appreciate it. Please continue to spread the word, and we hope to be here and expect to be here for a long, long time. That's, that's certainly the aim. 215-592-9494. You can also react to that fiasco, that farce of an NBA All-Star game and everything else going on in the world of sports. Let's get to Richie right now, Northeast Philly. Hi, Richie. Joe, I've been listening to WIP for over 30 years, and I've never used the term stole my thunder, and you just stole my thunder. I was going to come in with a happy anniversary week. (laughs) I mean, honest to God, I listen on the app every day. I told James to park last weekend. I don't miss a minute of your show, which is it's just unbelievable. You just stole my thunder. I well, finally get to use the term. Thanks, boy. But great content, and I wish you guys many more years, and welcome back, James. Thank you. And By the way, Rich, the I'd, like, I'd like to say this. In, in honor of Bryce Harper wanting a contract in his 40s, <laughs> and anything he, he, he he'll retire around 41, I think I'll retire around 71. So I, you, I, I just want to put it out there to WIP. I would like a 20-year contract <laughs> extension. Hey, 20 Rod years. Rankin, give, give Joe Angelo money. Okay, Rod? <laughs> no, no, no. Let, Just, let's do it. It's, it's not about the money. It's about the years. It's yeah. about I want to retire at WIP. You want to play into your a, 70s? Richie, that's the thing about this Bryce thing that irritates me. He like he frames, and I love Bryce, but he frames it like I, I it's about playing into my 40s. No, no, no. You I, just you just want to get paid more money. I mean, just say Joe, you want to get paid more money. You- I asked you a couple months ago when this started happening, and we said that it wouldn't come back up, and here I am on the line again. Here it is. Does this reduce or make you think more about the pandering to the city? This guy is – he's a Boris agent, Joe. He knows what he's doing. I'm not saying he doesn't like it here, but this is all part of the game. Get the fans on your side, and that's why your first phone calls today are saying give the guy the money. But the biggest thing, the reason why he's doing this now – is because he's still in his prime, and they're in a window where they've been to the World Series, almost made it to the World Series. He's doing it now because he's in his prime, and he can do this. He can't do this if they're 72 and 90 in four years. You're right. Well, Richie, and it's also the fact that Manny Machado, the guy who signed, you know, it was the big question, should they go Bryce, should they go Manny? Manny had an opt-out in his contract, the big contract that he signed right when Bryce signed his, and Manny exercised that opt-out and just got a brand-new extension, shiny $350 million. Here you go. Bryce doesn't True. have the ability to exercise that opt-out because he didn't want people having uh, having the ability to skewer him as a – like, basically, he wanted to be perceived as a bulletproof recruiter of future Phillies. You know, hey, guys, come to Philadelphia like me. I am here to stay. I will never exercise an opt-out. I don't even have one. They tried to include one in my deal. I said, no way. This is where I'm raising my family. And that will help him. I appreciate that. I appreciate that so much. But you still signed a contract. You did sign it. Yeah, you chose it. You chose it. Listen, as far as what's a farce, and the biggest farce that I know that's around in Philadelphia today, 
is a guy celebrating beating tomato cans to the tune of 240 <laughs> and 39. I mean, just an absolute farce. Right. You're, You're a nitwit. You're a dope. <laughs> All right, Richie, good phone call right there. How about that? Taking a shot at the hammer who, you know, the, the audience got to reprieve. So that's the one thing I'll say that was good about you being sick the other day. The audience didn't have another L hung on them. And and they've been sick. I mean, the audience. This I heard, is an angle. Dude, I heard the audience is in therapy over how much yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm beating their ass these days. Yeah. I mean, I just crush them. I just crush them. He went over in pop culture. I just want you to know. I did. Yeah, I it saw the hurt. questions. That was a pretty bad job. It was a you. disaster. Yeah. All right. Let's. Oh, by the way, let's get to... Really bad job. Really, really yeah. bad. Let's get to Bryce Harper Audio, what he said over the weekend about his desire for a contract extension. Here's Bryce. Again, you knew he was going to have to answer to it because it was Boris that came out a couple you know, months ago, I guess about two months ago, and said that his guy wants more money. Here's how Bryce handled it publicly upon being asked by Phillies reporters about a possible contract extension. I believe your agent said that, that you would like an extension at some point. Is that basically to know that you're going to retire as a Philly? Yeah, I mean, I think there's been communication there, um, you know, between you know myself and um, Dave and also Scott and Dave as well. Um, obviously, I want to be here for a long time, and, um, you know, we'll see what happens. I swear to God, and I love Bryce, guys. Let me be clear. I really do. I mean, this is no disrespect to him. I just look forward to the day when an athlete's just like, you know what? L- let me make it real simple for you. I, I just want to make even more money. <laughs> I mean, that- that's all it is. He just wants to make more money. And I need the word even. Because he's not, it's not just more money. It's even more money. I just want to make even more. important word there. I yes. just want to make even more. Can I'm you hard- imagine? I, I mean, really, <laughs> if Bryce said that, that would be groundbreaking. It would be. And I, and, I it would. Would be tr- and it would be it true. It would make me like him a lot more. I, I yeah. love him already, right. but I, it would make that honesty would be something. Unbelievable. He, here's more of Bryce on a possible extension, what he said over the weekend. Will you be okay if the negoti- uh, potential extension does not happen in the short term, or is this something that you feel like you, you, know, you, you have some urgency on that you want to see done sooner rather than, than later if it happens? Uh, I mean, I understand there's other guys to take care of, right? Um, understanding that Wills is a big one for us right now. Um, but, you know, contract negotiations can happen, you know, throughout how many, you know, or, how, or sorry, contract negotiations can happen, you know, throughout the throughout the season and things like that. So, um, you know, we'll see uh, see what Scott and, you know, Dave can come up with. You, uh, you've talked a lot about how, you know, you did not want an opt-out, right? You don't have one, didn't want one. Does that make this, you know, you're in year six, right, going into year six here. Does that make this more challenging for you to kind of get, you know, what you want to see done to this contract? No, I mean, I haven't really thought about it too much about that. Um, just trying to, you know, understand I want to be here for a long time and understand, you know, playing into my 40s. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing for me. Um, so wanting to get that done. All right, that was Bryce over the weekend. Look, you can respond to it and react at 215-592-9494. I mean, he has been all that and a bag of chips. I mean, he has been, he has been better than I thought he would be. And I, I had huge and high expectations, and he's been even better than that. But I think when you have eight years and $196 million left in the deal, it's like, dude, you signed it. It is what Those it is. Those comments are terrible. The more I hear them, the more you play them, the more I play them in updates, the worse they sound. Does the 40-year-old thing It's disingenuous. You? It's, you're exactly right. I just want more money. That's what he wants. Me and my agent want more money. He wants more money. It's just playing into the 40s. And is, maybe he regrets fun. you know, not having the opt-out. And That's your problem. That is your problem. <laughs> it's, that was his choice. All right, now let's go back to something Dombrowski said to us. Dave Dombrowski was on our show this was about two weeks ago, talking about the Bryce contract situation when we asked him about it. 
here was that exchange from about two weeks ago. Should Bryce Harper, who's been unbelievable, should he expect a new deal from the Phils, or are you very comfortable looking him in the eye and saying, listen, big guy, love you, you've been amazing, but that's why John Middleton committed $330 million to you five years ago. What we signed you for is what you're going to get. I mean, should he expect a new deal or not? Well, I would not get into any contract situations publicly. Just never really do that. Um, we will say of the utmost respect for Bryce, tremendous players, said everything for the our, our club and, and the team and the city. So he's the type of guy you want to have. Um, he's in a situation where you can always desire or want, anybody can, anything that they would like. Um, we end up making business decisions that sometimes are difficult. But I, in the way, one way I would just say it without getting into any particulars is that uh, we're thrilled that he's on board. We, he's, we know he's at Philly for eight more years, and um, there's a lot of times to digest things, but it's a situation where um, we're thrilled that he's on board. And um, again, you can desire and want anything you, you would like, but I think it's also the apparent. Noah Bryce, when he gets to spring training under any circumstances, he's ready to go, and you know you're going to get 100% from him in every regard. Well, look, we'll take your reaction to what Dombrowski said, because when I heard that two weeks ago, he said it to us. I thought, all right, well, Bryce isn't getting a new deal. That ain't happening. That was my interpretation. But now there's also, you know, Scott Lauber has a John Middleton quote in the Inquirer this morning, and here's what Middleton said about the situation. Quote, look, I want Bryce to retire as a Philly. I frankly expect him to retire as a Philly. I'm hoping for that, and I think we'll work something out. I don't know when that'll be, and I don't know what it'll be, but I think there's two people that want it to work, and we'll find a way. Mm, who are those two people? Well, Bryson, Bryson and Middleton. Tom Ricketts, the, the, the Chicago GM, said the other day that he doesn't talk to Scott Boris because Scott Boris only talks to owners. And he said it, you know, it completely undermines the credibility of your GM. Your GM two weeks ago circled back to everybody wants what they want, yeah. but we make business decisions. John Middleton over the weekend of Scott Lauber, Oh, we're going to get done. Yeah, no, I look, I think they will. Yeah. And I think it's crazy. But here's the deal. We, and again, a lot of people so far on the phone lines have said, pay him. And, and I will again present this scenario. In a world where the organization is a multi-billion dollar organization, is it good business to just say, all right, let's give him two years and an extra $70 million just so he can get his to 40 thing, make him happy and say, all right, let's go get the future. Even though you're probably going to eat the money in the end. Is it good business to do that? Because clearly the athlete wants it. And by the way, the athlete is the best player in Philly sports. He is one of the great Phillies players of all time. There is a great case to be made that when all is said and done, he has a great chance to go down as the second greatest Philly of all time. He even has like a shot to be the greatest Philly of all time. He's got to do a lot more to pass Schmitty, and I frankly don't think he will. But he, he is going to go down as one of the great Phillies of all time. He's one of the great Philadelphia athletes of all time. We're all going to be going up to Cooperstown at some point to watch that guy get in the Hall of Fame with a Phillies cap. I agree. Still sign him. Let's also give you today's Twitter poll question of the day, brought to us by Armin Chevrolet, the all-new 2024 Chevy Trax. It's arriving daily at Armin Chevrolet. It starts at only $21,495.
Together, let's drive. Visit ArminChevy.com. First poll question. Do you think John Middleton will give Bryce Harper a contract extension in the next few years? few years, you know, I think we're thinking in terms of the next two or three. I think he's going to get a new deal this year. But do you think he will in the next few years? Yes or no? Remember, eight years left on the contract. Second poll question. Should the NBA, after that just disastrous All-Star game yesterday, should the NBA stop playing the game? Yes or no? Should the NBA just eliminate the All-Star game? If you missed it yesterday, the final score, Sunday, the final score was 211 to 186. By the way, something Adam Silver said after the game about it. We'll get to that in a moment. Let's go to Tom in Dover right now. Good morning, Tom. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey, congratulations on your one-year anniversary. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Tom. That, that, that went kind of fast, too, man, because I remember when y'all was – I'm changing over. I was like, darn, man, you know, the tennis – the 10 and 2 slot was great for me. I said, I ain't going to get a chance to call in and argue with Joe, but I've been, I've been getting through every now and then, so that's good. That's awesome, but, Tom. Well, let, well let, me, let me say this. Let me say this, Joe. You know, when I call in, it says Tom from Dover, but I'm from Philadelphia, born and raised. I moved to Dover in 06. But I don't understand these people from Philadelphia calling in, man, talking about getting Bryce Harper money, man. Bryce Harper <laughs> don't got another dollar coming to him until we win the World Series, man. He got, I mean, I don't even know what these guys get the audacity to even ask for more money, man. That, 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 I mean, yes, he's been a great player. If you hear, if you listen to me, I'm not cut from my area. I'm town from Dover. Listen, you've been a great player. You've done a lot, man. You got Trey Turner here and everything. But, man, listen, your bat was dead two in the two Arizona games, you know. So, come on, man. You know, we, we need to sign Willow right now. That's what we need to do, man. You'll get yours when you get when it's For what it's worth, Tom, they can do both. I mean, I hear the Wheeler argument, but I, I don't think one really has as much to do with the other listen, as something. Listen, man, listen, man. The guy still has plenty of money left on his contract. Sure though. does. We shouldn't, we shouldn't even be having this conversation. I agree with you. You used a great word, audacious. It is audacious right, yeah, yeah, to do yeah, this. Man. It really is. It, it really is. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where these guys get this, get this from, man. Now, Hassan Reddick, yeah. that's something totally different. You know, you signed a three-year, $45 million contract, and I do believe he outplayed the contract. I do, you know. So if they can sit down and get something done, that would be appreciated. But the same goes for him too, man. If you sit out, you're costing yourself money. You know what I mean? Play your last year out and, and see where we, we can go from here. But I, I'm not with that um, – some guys asking for another contract, uh, Joe. Really, I'm not, man. I, I don't like Well, that, it, it bugs me, you too. Know? Tom, give me a big-time yeah. answer. Who or what's a farce? In dishonor of the ridiculous All-Star game, what else is a farce? Hey, hey you know, the guy that called in with the uh, Aikman thing, man, that was what I was going to say. He stole that from me. So I'm going to say the, the guys that pick the commentators for the games is a farce, man, because these, some of these guys that commentate these NFL games, man, are terrible, man. Real, so. Give me someone uh, you want to put on blast. You want to put that whole NBC uh, NFL crew? I put that on. Yes, they stink. Yes, man. Yeah, man. Aikman on there talking about how somebody needs to play in a big game. When he ever played in a big no, game? You're, you're, oh, you no, mean Romo. Mean Romo. you mean Romo. You mean Romo. Aikman's yeah. been in a few of those. Yeah, yeah. Aikman won, uh, I think, let's <laughs> like see, one, three, four? Three. two, three Super Bowls, including beating the Eagles twice in the playoffs, 92 and 95. No, Aikman was legit. Uh, yeah, some of the football commentators are annoying. Um, I, you know, I got to tell you, someone I find highly annoying, I think he's a terrible commissioner, is Adam Silver. But the NBA does keep making money on his watch, but he irritates me on a lot of fronts. But the other day, on Sunday after the game, I got to give Adam Silver an attaboy because that farce of an NBA All-Star game, which ended 211 and 186, final score, and was just a disaster, was properly summed up 
by Adam Silver in the midst of his, hey, guys, here's your trophy for winning the game. He's got one word in here that says a lot about what he thought about the lack of effort from the star players in the NBA. Listen to the way he presented the trophy to the guys the other day. And to the Eastern Conference All-Stars, you scored the most points. Well, congratulations. Giannis, to your team, this trophy is yours. I love it. Well, that was awesome, dude. And not much crowd response. Not much cheers. You know, so you get the commissioner Ooh. giving them a well, and you've got the, the well, the, and they you scored the most points. Like just he didn't even say congrats on winning. He's like, yeah. you guys got the most points. Man, just so intentionally. I appreciate tepid. it. Yeah, I really do. But still, it's it's subdued. You know, like oh yeah, yeah. You know, you know, summed it up the best because there's a lot of ways. There's a lot said on social media. There was a lot, you know, people calling it a WIP. We're talking about it today. Of everything I've seen and everything I've heard, nobody summed it up better than ESPN Scott Van Pelt. This was his tweet the other day. It's one, two, three. It's about ten words, and this just nails it. Here's what he wrote. It's really simple. If you don't care, neither do we. Simple as that. I mean, John, that game was a complete debacle. A complete debacle it sure, and a yeah. disgrace that that was what – and I didn't watch it. I want to be very clear to everyone listening. I I did not – I mean, I made a point to not watch – I don't want to say I made a point. It's not I made a point to not watch it. I didn't make a point to watch it. Let's put it that way. It, and, and I know this. Next year, I'll be even less inclined to watch it because it's just a joke. It's just it's – just, it's not it's not basketball. It's not the way I don't know how it, to find the competitive No, it's not basketball when they don't play defense. No. They played offense and then they also messed around and took like, you know, three-quarter court yeah. shots and things like that and that was, you know, frivolous, but it, it was supposed to be fun. Right. It it went too far with the just zero defense uh, that that concept. Kind of makes me a little sad also. On one hand it, it it angers me, but on another hand it makes me sad cuz this is one of the unique opportunities to actually see the best players really go up against each other well, we, and they chose and they chose not to. And it's and I I like this back in the day when they actually do. Yeah. When they actually compete and fight and, and 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 try to win this thing. You know, the the in-season tournament. Yep. What made LeBron Try what made LeBron and the Pacers try? Like I, I don't know exactly. Well, those games mattered more than the All Star game. At least they count towards record, right? Okay, you know? but, it, but, it but I don't like know there that were others... a lot of teams it didn't matter to. Oh, it's you true, know? probably. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. So so there's the answer has to be somewhere in there. Like maybe LeBron, he's quite the figurehead for the NBA. How on earth did you motivate your guys? How you know, like, what what can we do here? It was there also only four. Some the in season tournament was also only like four or five games. That's the other thing, though. Like, it's they did not, get it's, a pretty big money incentive. Well, they did, but yeah. I don't want that as a like. The last thing I want is is NBA players who make thirty, forty, fifty, sixty million dollars a year yeah. to be like the, the the commissioner be like, all right, guys, you, you get an extra million dollars to win the All Star game. Like, I can't stomach that as a fan. Get that nonsense out of my well, face. Well, they're giving them an extra 100000 right now if they win the All-Star game, and that seems like it does yeah, but, not work. But that's also chump change in their world. It, it is. Yeah. I, I, that's the problem. Like yeah, any, the problem. any amount would be chump change. It right. doesn't seem like money is the answer because right. you can never pay them enough. Let's get to Darren in South Philly. Darren, a lot of topics here today, my man. What do you make all of it? So I have a question, Joe. Does this mean that since you want the 20-year the sentence in the state WIP, you've given up your presidential bid? Good question. 
Well, so I hadn't thought of that. Uh, uh-huh. it, it was uh, a get him, get him, get him, get him the contract so that way he can't run. I mean, it's done. Well, You're no longer going to be. But, but Darren, I would do what Bryce Harper should have done and didn't do. I would have an opt-out clause. So, how, so take, <laughs> take, take, take that tough guy. Score one for There you go. There you go. I'll take an opt-out after. Huh? You know what's crazy, though? The other day I was uh, watching the political news, and I'm like, you know what? I'll vote for Judah Kramer over the two candidates we have. So Thank congratulations, you. Joe. You Thank have you. my vote. Thank you. That's one. That's one. But um, I like the last caller's point, and I'm good. You, Bryce gets his extension when we win a World Series. You give us a parade down Broad Street, uh, Bryce, you can get your extension. I was, I was for it, and then listening to uh, the dude hit the nail on the head. He hasn't won anything. Yes, he brought a straight turner. Yes, he's bringing stars. Yes, I do feel like he's underpaid. But, no, you haven't won anything, and I'm a big component on when you win, you get paid. So, Bryce, you want that money? When is the contract? When is the World Series? Well, it's one way to look at it. I mean, look, he'd still be seven years away if it happened in October, and I still wouldn't want to do it. I'll, I'll just say that. I, mean, I get that, but he's still – like, I, I, I do feel the I type feel of player that counts. a lot better about doing it. Yeah, like, I, I can stomach it. <laughs> Better oh, yeah. if, he, if, if we're if we're on Broad Street, you know, celebrating yeah. a World Series win. You know what I'm saying? Like I can get that, you know. Totally. So that's that's where I'm at with it. But uh, you know, Chris Collinsworth is the biggest farce on planet Earth, in my opinion, as an announcer. And uh, Joe, I'll see you at opening day. All right, buddy. Maybe in spring training. All right, Darren, you got it, man. Appreciate the phone call right there. Let's get to Mike in Douglasville. Mike, what's going on, pal? What's going on, guys? How you doing? Doing well, Mike. So this is a part of sports that. I absolutely freaking hate. I mean, for a guy like Hassan Raddick, I mean, I think I speak for most people, almost probably every single person listening. Like, I'm 32 years old. My boss could come up to me today and say, listen, I'll sign you to a contract that if you work work for me until you're 70, I will pay you a total of $45 million throughout it. And I would sign it without missing a a, a second. $45 million? Forty-five. What kind of job do you have? Forty-five no, million. No, I'm, no, what I'm saying is Hassan Reddick signed a three-year, oh, forty-five okay. million dollars deal. Gotcha. My boss could have me signed up for the next thirty-five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would gladly accept it, and I wouldn't ever bat an eye. And I don't care if you signed the guy up behind me for sixty million. I wouldn't care. I'd be sitting pretty. This, this bothers the hell out of me. Bryce Harper's grandkids can have the abil- great grandkids are going to have the ability to have spoons polished for them. So this idea that these guys need more and more and more and more, like Bryce Harper, dude, I love you, bro. You are a fantastic baseball player. You're getting paid $330 million to play a game that my 12-year-old loves. Like, stop. Come on. What is this crap? You play for another eight years, and you don't have anything else to worry about in your entire life, let alone your great-grandkids or however far along you want to go down. So this nonsense that this guy needs another contract is just absolutely not. Uh, if he comes up to me and if I'm, um, you know, John Middleton or whatever, and he's saying I need more money, I'm laughing in his face. At is this it gonna, point. Mike? Let me ask you this question because I agree with you. It sounds like, based on Middleton's quote, there's a good chance they will give him a new deal here at some point, sooner than later. Will it bother you as a, as a person, like not just as a fan, just as a as a citizen of our country? Like, will it bother you? If someone with $196 million on his deal gets more money, you know, in the next year. Absolutely. I'm, honestly, I have this conversation with so many people that the amount of money, and I mean, this is a deep topic that I'm not going to dive too far into, mm-hmm. but 
the amount of money that these guys make just to play a game when you got military making crap, it, it, it bothers the absolute crap out of me. And, I mean, these guys do all these charity works and everything like that, and they give back and everything like that. But you give back, what, a million dollars and while you're still sitting on another 35? Like, what are we doing here, guys? Come on. All right, Mike, it, 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 Mike give a, me a big it, answer. Who or what is a farce? You can win the Creed tickets. Oh, my gosh. You know, Seltzer had asked me, and I put absolutely zero thought to it. I'm going <laughs> to – I can't even come up with even, like, a joke answer at the moment. No problem. All right, Mike, good call, man. 215-592-9494. You know, if I had something said this weekend by a Philly that did pump me up, really pump me up. We'll get to that. Plus what Bryce said about, you know, the move to first base and how that went down. We'll get to that audio and more. Spike Eskin on the NBA All-Star game on the second half of the 76ers on Bryce Harper and everything else going on. We'll talk to Spike at 8.30. Your phone calls as well, 215-592-9494. Hey, you can bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino every Thursday with TNT Thursdays. doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or if you already have an account. You'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay does not win on any NBA on TNT game. NBA same-game parlay is the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance to score a bigger payday. And uh, so many different ways to win. And, of course, all of it there with the very best opportunity at FanDuel.com slash Hammer. That's the website, FanDuel.com slash Hammer. You can also bet the second half of the uh, NBA season, who's going to win the MVP, who's ultimately going to win the championship this year. You can make every moment more with FanDuel when you sign up at FanDuel.com slash Hammer. Pleasant good morning to you. Jetta Cameron, John Ritchie, 94 WIP. Hope you had a wonderful uh, honor me in the future day, known as President's <laughs> Day. Does that work, John? It's kind of clunky. No, that does not. That Honors Joe in the future day. No. What, well, that's a, that's such a farce itself. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> what a pretend concept. You got to admit, Salsa, I had a good answer. And Darren said, if I do get a 30 year deal with WIP, yeah, you're all over it. Opt out. You opt out. Simple as that. You opt out of your deal. Look, Bryce Harper opted to not have an opt out. That was his choice. And I'm sure it was against the advice of Scott Boris, but that was, that was that was his choice. Where do you stand on the Bryce Harper thing? To pay him or to not pay him more money? Again, the, the particulars, he's owed eight years and $196 million. This is all part of what was initially a three-year $330 million deal. Uh, he no longer is the highest-paid player um, – this like this season for the Phils, two different Phillies will make more money than him this year. Uh, Aaron Nola is one of them, and Trey Turner is the other. Zach Wheeler might. Well, it won't be this year, but in the future, what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, do you do you feel some? I don't know, sympathy, empathy, sympathy for, for Bryce on that front. My God, sympathy <laughs> and empathy. Yeah, I feel poor empathy. guy. 
<laughs> empathy. You know, when I'm able empathy. to step out of myself and put myself in his shoes, yeah. then I can really see it. Yeah. James, are you surprised? James, are you su- experienced this? Before. No, I know. James, are you surprised by most callers? Not all, but most callers today saying, "Pay him more money." Surprise is not a strong enough word. Like I'm like Stunned. shocked, stunned. <laughs> like I'm almost speechless. I, I can't be, but I'm almost speechless. All right, that plus the Eagles, the Flyers with the outdoor game over the weekend, the NBA ridiculous All Star game, all of this and more on the line, including your chance to win. Uh, Cree tickets. We need what, like the NBA All-Star Game, who or what is a farce. We'll get to some more breast audio, including his move to first base. Spike, Spike Eskin joins us in about 10 minutes. Hassan and Gladwin right now. Good morning, Hassan. Good morning, gentlemen. I did want to talk about Hurts, but I do want to say something about Bryce real fast. It's, it's crazy, right? I think it'll be a bad idea because it'll start like a trickle effect with all these players getting the big contracts. I think he'll be the trendsetter for going in negotiating big contracts for stability but then going back in and trying to get more money, you know, and I think it would be a bad thing. Baseball doesn't have a cap, so that's kind of the okay part about it. But And I love Bryce, and I want him here to retire, and I think he'll probably be front out office after that. But I think it's a bad idea. I, I think too. it'll start, start something bad. Well, you know, and I'll tell you this, Hassan. So the T.O. thing, um, very controversial, 20, you know, two decades ago. But, but one of the arguments, and I certainly made this point back then, against giving T.O. more money is, well, what's to prevent Brian Westbrook from going in there and saying, I want more money? And then John Runyon does, and then Trey Thomas does, and then Donovan McNabb does, and then Brian Dawkins does, and then on down the line you go. So I agree. I mean, an organization does have to guard against opening up Pandora's box. And if they were to give Bryce more money with eight years left on the deal, (laughs) it would set a really bad precedent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, now, regards to Hurts, um, if I'm Tanner McKee, I'm I'm working out with Andrew Luck right now. I'm working out with any Stanford, you know, quarterback that was good, and I, I'm trying to take his spot because at the end of the day, I think you know we we do have that curse of paying quarterbacks, and I'm I'm hoping like Hurts, I, I like him, but I mean, I I think I think I think he hit his cap, his ceiling, and I think it's going he's going backwards. Uh, my my personal opinion, I don't want it to be true. But I love her. It's way too. I, I, I don't know. No, I, I'm not worried like you are, Hassan, until I see more of the same sort of flailing uh, th- this season. I think Jalen's going to be a lot better. I think Jalen, if you take this season and remove the giveaways, you know, remove the fumbles, remove the the interceptions, I, I think those are things that you can work on and fix in some cases. Man, if if you improve that part, the season doesn't look quite as terrible. Some of those games, the outcome might be different. Hassan, here's the thing I think is going to be the biggest tell. Um, when the Eagles ask Hurts to do more stylistically next year, does he have it in his bag to do it or not? If he, if he, if he has it in his bag to do it and do it effectively, then you're fine. If he doesn't, then you got a major problem. And, 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 and I think we will find that out with the new coordinator and – Parts of a new offense. I think we will find out. Hassan, give Absolutely. me a bi- give me a big answer. Who or what is a farce? I, somebody took mine, but I'll go with the Dallas Cowgirls. Okay, has already been said. So you won't win, but fair enough. All right, let's get to uh, here, here's some audio that pumped me up over the weekend. So obviously, uh, John Clark does a wonderful job, NBC Sports Philadelphia, and he had a great report on the John Middleton speech. You know, the Phillies got together over the last couple of days with the full squad showing up. Had been pitchers and catchers last week, then the full squad. So you get all the dudes. And John Middleton addressed the squad. 
John Clark talked in his report on NBC Sports Philadelphia about John Middleton's address to the team. Let's listen first to what John Clark said, then we'll get to what JT said about it. Here's John Clark on TV. I'm told that Phil's owner, John Middleton, gave a very passionate speech, and his message was the same that he told Ryan Howard 15 years ago, bring that bleeping trophy back. John Middleton told the Phillies not one World Series. He wants to win multiple World Series. Now, that pumps me up. I will say this. After they had the trophy, they never did get it back with Ryan Howard, Jimmy Rollins, Chase Utley, etc. They tried, and they came close a couple times, but they never did get it back. But I like the mindset from the owner. I certainly appreciate his willingness to spend a lot of money. Here's J2. Of course, JT was in the room, needless to say, when John Middleton addressed the squad. Here's JT Real Muto as he was talking to John Clark uh, about that address from Middleton, and this even pumped me up more. I caught up with JT Real Muto after the meeting. He was fired up about what John Middleton told the Phillies. It was basically go get go get the trophy back. Uh, John gave a pretty heartfelt, pretty emotional speech that uh, you know brought up the the championship years, but also the years that they just missed and um, some conversations that he had with players back then. And he just kind of reiterated what he said to them and um, it was pretty passionate and pretty inspiring it's pretty much like hey we're we're putting together a team for the last couple of years to get it done it's time basically yeah and, and also it's time for the long haul it's not just it's not just this year like he's wanting to build a, a dynasty and a team that can win for a long time and, and and we believe that's what he's done so now it's on us to go out there and finish it all right so that stuff john that i like wow. a lot that i like a lot <laughs> oh yeah so here's my ledger from the weekend nba all-star game on the floor Flyers lose an outdoor game, not on the floor, but a bummer. I've got uh, the Wit uh, the Merrifield signing. That's pretty solid. I got John Middleton giving a speech talking about let's go win multiple. I like that. I got an, I got I got a Mac McClung who's you know not like an NBA player, like an NBA player in the NBA All Star game. That's that's near the ground, and then the NBA All Star game in itself the completely dunk contest. Well, that's what I that's what I meant. The dunk contest. What a joke. And he what a had joke. an incredible dunk. I don't the give a damn. Clutcher. He's not a, he's not an NBA player. And then the All Star game he was, is an was NBA the worst player. of the worst. Oh, oh, and Bryce Harper wants uh, more money, even though he's got one hundred ninety six million dollars more still coming. That's my that's my summation of the weekend. And I saw John Dorenboss over the weekend, and that guy is a stud of a human being. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Seeing John Dorenboss do his thing on stage, that guy's awesome. All right. Oh, and I shot hoops with him, John. Briefly, briefly shot hoops with him because there was like a green. Why? I, that's yeah, it, it bizarre. Was like, I don't know. It was in the room where there was a basket. It was at Immaculata, and there was a basket. And so, like, oh, let me let me shoot some hoops. Getting oh. ready, John, in case we do the free throw thing again. And you know if I do this time, Hammer! we'll absolutely win. We'll dominate big five people, whatever. Over 80%, I'll win a bet. I won't Did you to... beat Dorenboss? Yeah, well, uh, we we weren't competing. Ah, yeah, I, I, I like convenient. Him. I, I like him too much to beat him. I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to beat the guy. Why would John Dorenboss be good at free throws? Like he's maybe maybe he's not. not. Maybe I, he's I don't not. know many pro <laughs> football players that are great free throw shooters. All right, your reaction on all this stuff, most especially we've been talking today about the um, the request. Let's call it a request. I don't think it would be called a demand, but the request by Bryce Harper. In the midst of a three a thirteen year three hundred and thirty million dollar deal, the request with eight years and one hundred and ninety six million left for you know more money because he wants to, as he say, play into his forties, as if he can't play into his forties if he's healthy at thirty nine. Oh no, nobody will sign him. Thirty nine years old, he'll be healthy. Eh, nobody will sign him. All right, let's talk to our next guest, 
Mr. Spike Eskin. Good morning, Spike. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Just fine, my man. Spike, you ever uh, think you'd see the day dude's got eight years, 196 million left, and wants more money? Or no, no, no. goes goes public with his desire for more money. That was my whole problem as to why I was leaving here. I asked, I have eight years. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for an extension. They just wouldn't give me one. So, so that's why I'm ending up back down there. So I understand where Bryce is coming from completely. All right, so wait, let, let me ask you this question. So we've had a lot of callers today, and it's been split over the last hour whether to pay him more. But in the first hour and a half, it was tremendous more pay him. So you've run an organization, you know, essentially a couple. I mean, you, you had to answer to bosses. But, you know, you know what it's like to run something. Would it be – Good business for the Phillies to just tack on two years and $70 million and have a happy Bryce and just say, let's go get the future that way, or is that just dumb? I think ultimately they're going to have to. You know, I, I, this is the, sort of like the cost of doing business, especially because his agent is it, – it's like a really dangerous thing because his agent is so powerful and represents so many other people. On one hand, you <laughs> – you want to have a good working relationship with them. On the other hand, you don't want to set precedent as to how you will operate yeah. in the future. I do think that Harper, and I think he is even the most optimistic person, probably wasn't expecting Harper to be such a uh, have such a cultural impact on the team um, and be such a, a leader in the way that he is. And I, I find it hard to believe that he would come in and be a problem yeah. if they didn't give it to him. All that said, he is so important from from that perspective. I think the idea of paying him two more years in the future is is like is is probably not that big a deal. I I think you have to have the conversation though. You have to look Scott Boris in the eye and say I I don't want to hear about this again. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, right, like right. I I don't want to hear from you in two years that we need another two years. Yeah. We're making mm-hmm. it right. You're playing up below your market value. We get it. You've meant a lot to the franchise. Here's the gift. I don't want to hear about that. You want to play until you're 48. You know. I agree with you on that. All right, Spike, a lot to hop around to here. Let's get to the NBA. Uh, After that ridiculous All-Star game, which I certainly chose not to watch, and I'm glad I didn't, uh, what is your reaction to what was a debacle on Sunday and what the NBA can and will do about a final score of 211 to 186? I think it's indicative of a bigger problem in that so many sports salaries, especially in the NBA, have grown and the revenue has grown exponentially due to factors that weren't in their control, just sort of how cable worked and how Mm -hmm. content worked and all those things. Without boring anyone, that's going to change in the next five years, you know, with the trouble that local sports networks are having with the fact that the NBA's ratings have gone down pretty consistently over the last decade and now are sort of below where they were at COVID levels. And they're eventually going to have to pay for this. And I think it's indicative of just sort of a lack of understanding as to the importance of the actual product. And that will have an effect on the money that you make because it's not just the all-star game. It's the regular season, you know, on top of that. And I, I, I think from owners to players, there is going to be a financial reckoning eventually. And we we won't be able to point to just one thing. We won't be able to point to just load management or the all-star game or any of those things. But as many, you know, people say, well, it's just an all-star game. It was never that serious. But I, I think what they're forgetting is the NBA has very few opportunities over the entire season to really be a showcase of sports and show people what they're all about. And the All-Star game was typically their highest rated. The more people watch the NBA All-Star game than any other NBA game the entire year. This is one of the, you know, they have Christmas, they have this, 
and they have the finals. And if you're just sort of like, if you lost Christmas to the NFL this year, you're just sort of kissing this away and saying that it doesn't matter. I, like, I just think it's, it's bad for the sport. And, and the, the whole idea with changing the format or, or giving them financial incentives sort of loses the, the, the purpose and the thread of the entire purpose of the sport is to compete to yeah. win <laughs> right. do you know what i mean like yes, I yes. yeah that so- is the the crux of it what, what made spike what made the in-season tournament uh what caused lebron and the pacers to compete at the in-season tournament that the nba could possibly tap into for the all-star game you know to create some sort of hospitable competitive situation I don't think you can create it in a fake way like they did it with the in-season tournament. And to be quite honest with you, unless they create they create incentive for fans to care about the in-season tournament, I don't think getting the players to play hard extra is either going to last or have much of an effect. I think you need sort of like a wave. We've spent too much time worrying about incentivizing the players. They're making, you know, yeah. Forty million dollars. Some, they're all. Even the, the 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 lowest guy is making a couple million dollars. Like they're incentivized. I think you have to incentivize fans to care. And I think the only way that they're that they will care is if you have a combination of a the players trying, but b there has to be some sort of um, result of what happens. Is there another draft pick? Is there? Do you get to pick your playoff opponent? Do you, are you guaranteed yourself a playoff spot? Those sorts of things I think will event, eventually work with the in season tournament. But in the end, it has to just be about winning. Championships in and of themselves don't have any value above being that you won that you know what i mean like that's the whole point it's right. not it's not that the trophy is valuable it's not that you get paid more money it's that you get the you're the victor yeah, the, the, you, get the glory, you get the glory you yeah. get the glory yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right so I, I i just think that the nba thing i think there's a lot about that that you know the audience problem that they've had over the last few years that there's nothing they could do about you know there's more content than ever things have been splintered even sitcoms you know like 20 people the most popular sitcom now is not nearly as popular as it was 25 years ago. There's some things that they don't have control over, but the things that they do have control over, I think they're failing, and I think they're, they're going to be in trouble if they don't do something about it. Well, I'm glad to hear you think that because I've been on the mindset the money just keeps going up, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear you say that. All right, Spike, let's, let's get to uh, the Sixers specifically and start with Joel. Um, what do you know about his rehab and the nature of his injury? What do you think? as it pertains to whether we're going to see Joel out there again this year and whether he'll be effective. I, unfortunately, my gut is we see what we have seen before. I think he's, he will, as long as they don't tell him he can't, I think he will give it a go. We'll end up seeing him, what, like the last week of March. He'll play five or six games before the playoffs. And then we will have this is then, by the way, this is no inside information. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of reading the, the tea leaves and, and looking at the situation and looking at historical precedent. And then we will have a, you know, a 75 or 80 percent Joel in the playoffs who may miss a game or two in the middle of a series. I think that's probably the most likely path. I hope it would be great if he just comes back with the rest of his body rested up and then knee healed and takes three weeks to ramp up. And it's the first playoffs we ever got of like a a hundred percent Embiid. I just don't think history or the injury itself gives us the, Mm. the indication that that is most likely, Mm. unfortunately. And if they, let's just say hypothetically, they had a full go hundred percent Embiid. 
How much could they realistically compete with Boston and Milwaukee anyway? I think they can. Yeah, I, I think I think Milwaukee. Yeah, I, I think Milwaukee is a, an incredibly flawed team, um, mm. and I I would a, a healthy Sixers I would put as a fifty fifty shot of beating the Bucks. I think a healthy Sixers I'd probably give a thirty percent chance of beating the Celtics, but as good as the Celtics have been in the regular season, yeah. they've been good in the regular season the last half decade. You know, I yep. I think they would be beatable in the playoffs. Spike, Spike, I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. Oh, go, yeah. Uh, if we're talking uh, LeBron, a lot was made of of LeBron and the indecisive nature of where he could be next season. Is it possible? Is it out of the realm of possibility that that he could be a Sixer and bring us exactly what we need for this team? I think it's out of the realm of possibility. I wouldn't want him even if it was. I just, I, it's exhausting him being on your team. I I just think it's. It's it's like it's not a fun experience, and I just don't think if you win a world championship because he's but, on your team and he provides the accountability that has been lacking. Where's the accountability in Los Angeles? Well, I, you know, like he he's been there. He's in, been there five years. Him, they've, missed the, they, they've missed the playoffs twice. They'll probably be in the play-in again this year. They were in the play-in last year. The only championship they have is that nonsense that happened at Disney World. I I just think like he is a great player who is on the back nine. And and by the way, I don't think he has any desire to leave Los Angeles. I, you know, mm. the older you get, the less you want to move around the country. They, Batum didn't even want to come to Philadelphia. You know, he, he the idea of moving again was not on his radar. I don't. I know it sounds crazy. I don't think LeBron is in the period of his career where he's going to move all over the country trying to chase a championship. I think he'll stay in Los Angeles, and I think he will leak stories like this so everyone thinks about him being a winner and they he gets plenty of attention at the all-star game that nonsense he was when they asked him about it the all-star game he's like i had no i had no idea what was going on with the warriors i heard it about it like you did he's a, a liar um I, a i don't think he's going anywhere and b just like the idea of being a lebron franchise for two or three years as he passive aggressively blames the coach and every other player on his team i just i'm not ready for it all right spike last thing uh patrick beverly was not passive aggressive after he left the sixers and made some comments about the sixers about players or a player i want to play some audio for you and then i want you to decipher for us who is patrick beverly talking about here's what he said on his podcast the other day i was on the phone he's like yo what's the biggest difference i'm like everybody wants to win Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to win. It's not about stats. It's not about numbers here. It's not about who gets the ball. Everybody here wants to win. So he's talking about his early tenure with Milwaukee. Everybody wants to win, and that's different than what it was with him with the Sixers. Spike, who's he talking about? I think he's just trolling. He does it everywhere he goes. Like Patrick Beverly. It was a salacious quote, and when I first heard it, I'm like, ooh, is he talking about Joel? Is he talking about... Who's he talking? I don't think he's honestly talking about anybody. If you look at every team that Patrick Beverly has gone to, he has said the exact same thing. And I also think it's funny that he is talking about how badly the Milwaukee Bucks want to win while his coach is saying that they weren't trying very hard before the All-Star break because they were all in their minds were in Cabo. I, uh, I just I, I don't actually think he means anybody, to be quite honest with you. I think he's He's, this is who he is. He did it when he got here. He'll do it with every team he plays with. I honestly wouldn't be shocked if, if Patrick Beverly was a sixer again next year. Like, that's wow. how, how little he, he means it. I, I don't think he actually means it. Spike, we look forward to hearing you in the afternoon uh, whenever that time comes. Thanks, pal. Great stuff, man.
Thanks, guys. All right, there he is, Spike asking cover. I love the LeBron hate because you don't yeah. get it that often. But when I heard LeBron say over the weekend that he he doesn't want to know if he wants to do a farewell tour because he doesn't really like to receive praise and mm. he's a little humble, and I'm going, dude, you had a you had a national network show on the decision. That's okay? right. You did. You you had t- you know your your games were televised in high school. So let's not pretend that you don't. So like I'm, the I'm, I'm conflicted on this one. I'll say this: I mostly lean against where Spike was. So is it exhausting with LeBron? Yes. Is he a better player than Tobias Harris? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, could he teach these guys how to win? I think he could. I wouldn't close the door. He puts his mind to something. As we saw with the in-season tournament, his team was terrible. I won't close the door just because it's exhausting. He can lift the team. Yeah, you know, I I, I get what Spike's saying, but I got to be more open-minded. Cut to one year from now, Joe DeCamera complaining about something annoying LeBron did. Of course he would. Passive-aggressive. Yeah, Yeah, but I mean. He's the king of passive-aggressive. But James, if we do a Twitter poll question, who would you rather have in your team? LeBron James or Tobias Harris? I mean, do we really need to do that poll? No, No. but there are not only two players in the NBA. But, yeah, if you you strike out on all of them, Kelly Oubre, he's our guy, come on. By the way, speaking of polls, we have two different Twitter polls, both brought to us by Armin Chevrolet today. It's truck season in Armin. Available 2.9% financing for up to 72 months on all new light duty Armin Silverados. Together, let's drive to ArminChevy.com. First poll question Should the NBA stop playing the NBA All Star game? Should they just white flag it and say, We're done? A, yes, B, no. The, the NFL did. They white flagged it. Now they have that ridiculous, whatever that thing is, but it's not like a real game. Should the NBA just stop playing the game? Second poll question. Uh, do you think John Middleton will give Bryce Harper a contract extension in the next few years? Yes or no? If you missed it, something today in Scott Lauber's piece in the Philadelphia Inquirer reads as follows. It's a John Middleton quote on the matter. Here is what the Phillies owner said. Is the quote, I want Bryce to retire as a Philly. I frankly expect him to retire as a Philly. I'm hoping for that, and I think we'll work something out. I don't know when that'll be, and I don't know what it'll be, but I think there's two people that want it to work and will find a way. Let's go to the phones. What's your reaction? John Middleton saying that. Bryce Harper's desire for more money. TC in Philadelphia right now. Good morning, TC. Hey, good morning, guys. First time, long time. Thank you, TC. Yeah, welcome aboard. Yeah, brother. I just want to talk about Bryce. Love him. Definitely a gamer. You know, followed him through his career. You know, and I wasn't listening to those. But has anybody brought up the fact that, like, all those – years in Washington that, like, as soon as he leaves, they finally win a World Series. Yeah, like, it's come up. The Expos franchise. I know. I mean, I lo- you know. But I don't money. put, you know what, TC? It's like saying Tennessee finally won when Peyton Manning graduated. Well, it's true, but it doesn't mean it was Peyton Manning's fault. It doesn't mean it was Bryce Harper's fault. I mean, sometimes that's just what happens. Sometimes some guys just have that on them that they can't get past. And I know he wants to get past. And hopefully he does. And hopefully he does in Philly. You know? Look, TC, I'll say this. I think your argument there, presenting that, would hold a lot more weight if Bryson, his two postseasons with the Phillies, was batting, you know, 150 or 200. He has been a – I mean, he has been a rock star in the postseason. This guy is unbelievable. It holds no no water to me. None. Zero. Yeah. Now, I like I to put that on Tiki Barber when he left the Giants because I'm not a Tiki Barber guy, so, you know, that that, that one I, I vibe with. But the others I don't vibe with. All right. All right. TC, give me an answer here, my man. Like the NBA All-Star game was a farce on Sunday. Who or what is a farce? How about them Kardashians? You know, that's a good answer right there. 
That's a very strong answer. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> the Kardashians, that All works right. for me. Let's get to Mike. He's calling from uh, Runnymede. Hi, Mike. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, good to call in, in in the morning now with you guys instead of uh, the uh, afternoon. Thanks, but I Mike. just want to talk about Bryce. Um, you know, like, I get it if we're arguing, like, in the NFL, you know, we've got to keep a budget. Uh, you got to pay players a certain amount of money. Um, but with the MLB, it's not our money. And, like, who cares if there's no if there's no budget? You know, like, just, like, pay the guy, make him happy, and then, you know, you still will be able to sign free agents next year, the year after, the year after that, because there's no budget. Is it good business, Mike? It doesn't matter if it's good business. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it doesn't matter. There's, there's no budget. There's free money. And, well, okay, Mike, yeah. let me, okay, so let me present this argument to you where I disagree. I get your point. No salary cap. I know what you're saying. But know this. The Phillies do have – a budget. They got a limit that they want to spend near. I can't tell you what it is, but I know this. They don't want it to be an indefinite amount of spending. I mean, if it was, you'd get every player your heart desires, and they don't. So knowing that, knowing that they do have to work within the Phillies budget, which, by the way, is a massive budget. Let's not act like this is the freaking Pirates' budget, okay? It's yeah. a damn big budget. It's top five in we baseball. We should feel so fortunate. And I that do, we have and I budget. do feel fortunate. But yes. it, but Mike, it is a budget. So, yeah, no, yeah. you know, yeah, like right. you, you can't lose sight of that because but you don't want to lose. You don't want to lose Wheeler or whatever or the guy. And I know no one's thinking right now about 2032. OK, but Mike, hopefully you're alive in 2032. Hopefully I'm alive and hopefully they don't lose out on a guy in 2032 because they commit an extra 70 million dollars to Bryce Harper. But the, the thing is with that, too, is like if John Middleton, the guy whose money it physically is is willing to pay that. And I'm sure there's somebody telling them, like, hey, John, if you make this contract, if you pay Bryce this, then it might lead to you not being able to get a guy here or there, you know, and, or you having to pay more money to get that guy because of uh, the tax and stuff, then, and he's still okay with it, then who cares? <laughs> All right, Mike, give me who or what's a farce. Uh, the NBA officiating or the NFL officiating. I hate them both. All right, officiating. Oh, yeah, officiating in both sports. Fair enough. Are, are we giving them both sports, John? I guess so, right? Sure. So which one's worse, baseball or football? NFL just stands out more because I think there's less, you know, there's more time for the replays. Yeah, it's harder, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's harder, but I think it's worse. Yeah. NFL. Yeah, it's a lot of guys to look at, though, man. You got 22 guys. I'm not saying it's 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 harder, but as a result, it's worse. Yeah, yeah, it's it's probably worse. I I agree with that. Let's listen to Bryce Harper talk. He's in a lot about the contract, but let's not lose sight about what he um, about what he said on you know essentially the Phillies are running it back last year if you remember they added Trey Turner this year now they've added Wit but it's not like a ton of change here's Bryce showing up to to spring training the other day talking about the Phillies coming back mostly with the same team yeah I mean I think the year before we did the same thing right they just didn't you know win enough games so I think that's that's the big thing we got to win more games and understand that uh, you know this is this is a window that we we got to win in and. Uh, you know, our ownership deserves that. Our fans deserve that. Uh, Dombrowski deserves that as well, and we do too. So um, we got to go out there and play our game and uh, play Philly baseball, and you know we'll see what happens. I like how he just casually refers to Dombrowski as Dombrowski. Like, there's no Dave. Like I'm going to start calling like our our boss around here, Rod Lakin. Should I just start calling him Lakin? Lakin. I was talking it, it to Lakin very, the other day. Yeah, it's a very locker room esque <laughs> type reference. Talking to Lakin. Yeah. You know. Now it, look, it's I'm glad this team's back. They they got a heck of a squad, and and hopefully go get them. Uh, Schwerber also talked as part Nola, of the Nola deal is is like low key. It, 
it, it's it a lot feels, of money though. It's it won, a big won signing. That, that it, low it's key. a big signing, but it feels low key as a big signing because it's Aaron Nola. Because well, he was also already it's here. It's less the, flashy because yeah. yeah, it's not a new face. That's right. Well, but the it is a have, lot of money for Philly, a really good pitcher. The Phillies have still spent the second most of any team in baseball yeah. this offseason. Yeah. Uh, the Dodgers, then the Phillies, just because of the Nola contract. And you're talking about total contract, Total all money, money spent this offseason, the Phillies are second. Interesting. Here's Kyle Schwerber. Look, we know the deal. It was a, a very disappointing end to what otherwise was a great October, but a crash and burn there at the end. Here's Schwerber on his mindset and the team's mindset after the way it ended last year. It's disappointing. It was all, it's always going to be disappointing. You know, um, you know, we were in a really good spot last year, and we just weren't able to get it done, and... I think the positive thing, though, is that you use that 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 fuel, that motivation, that hurt to push yourself to be even better. And uh, you know, I think that that would be a really common thing. You'll see guys walk around at camp with an edge and an attitude that they're going to be ready to go from from day one and and try to uh, get back to that spot and try to finish it off and try to finish off the next step. It's the right mentality. It's the right look. You guys know my position. I don't think it makes any difference. I, I don't think they they win this year because they're extra motivated. I mean, they were motivated last year. They're a bunch of motivated athletes. You know, when Bryce Harper hit that ball that went to the warning track, was that, James, was that his last at-bat of the season? I believe It was either his last or second to last. Yeah. It was one of the last. Like, two. you know my theory. He did not hit a homer because he wasn't motivated. He just missed the ball by a centimeter from going out to be a home run. But maybe if he had been just a centimeter more motivated, <laughs> oh, Joe. <come laughs> James, you know, I think that is a garbage opinion. And I know you're kind of joking. All right, let's get to John and Maniak. An awful lot to react to, including the NBA All-Star Game and everything. John, what's going on, pal? What's up, dude? You know what? I'll tell you what. <clears throat> I agree with what Ben Davis was saying a few days ago on your show. You know, the only diff- the only thing that was wrong with our team in the playoffs last year was that at the very end there, Rojas got a little exposed. You know, and we just replaced him with Whit Merrifield, who's a professional hitter who won't get exposed in a spot like that. So we were a couple blown well, that away from and- getting to the World Series. But, John, uh-huh. that and – what was said? Matter of fact, let's play the audio of Rob Thompson because John, the other big thing was the Kimbrel thing. Let's listen to Rob Thompson. I want you to hear this if you haven't heard it yet, and everyone, if you haven't heard it yet, here's Rob Thompson the other day talking to Howard on Saturday. I did not like this answer. Listen to this, John. Then you can react. How much yeah. do you think about what happened in that playoff series? One that the Phillies were obviously expected to win. Yeah, I, th- I thought about it a lot actually over the course of the winter and and you know you go th- back through your decision making and, and the processes and and try to improve on that and uh, I know the the Kimbrel situation um, using him in what was it game five or game four I guess mm-hmm. games three and four um, that's been a big issue but if you look at, at Kimbrel's numbers in September he, I think he threw 12 innings and tw- had 12 appearances gave up two runs the first four outings in the playoffs didn't give up a run. And then games three and four, you know, it got away from us. But um, but I'd, I'd, that one I'd do again. I really would. Because, I, you know, you don't – one game doesn't necessarily mean it's a trend. Um, and I, had a lot, I still had a lot of confidence in him. And, and Craig did a really good job for us last year. So that was one decision that um, I'd, I'd probably do the same thing. No, I don't like that. John, go ahead. I don't like see, that at see. all. See, you know me though, Joe. Like I, I agree with you ninety nine percent of the time. The only thing I, I kind of agree with him. Like, like he was making ten million bucks. He's the fourth, the fourth leading uh, all time. But he was cooked. He was cooked. 
I know. By the I, end I of the year, it. it just wasn't it's there not. anymore, John. Like, like it, when he was get he he was creating more problems than he was solving, and then usually he could get out of them. It was just like you, you could tell, you could feel it coming to like uh, this awful, awful uh, ending. It, it, he was just getting by the by the skin of his teeth. Yeah, it was time gone. after time it, on the mound. It, it was obviously the bad call. I mean, obviously, it didn't work out. But uh, honestly, him going back to his $10 million closer and saying, do you want to you make up for yesterday? Like, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't think – but my point is, though, the only – I mean, well, he's off the team, thank God, and I think Merrifield's in. So, we, were, we, we, we didn't need to add much more. We're already good enough. So, I, I'm actually really excited for the Phillies team. The only thing as far as uh, your other question here, what's something that's lame or farce? Yeah. First of all, that NBA All-Star game is horrendous. It's just so bad. Yep. Um, but but – uh, all the various forms of sensitivity training. Like, we have to send these people to these people. We know they're scumbags, and we know that's not, they're not going to learn anything, but we do it anyway, and we all just kind of go through the motions. And I, I, I don't think Tiger Woods learned anything with his, uh, his little his, his sensitivity all right, Let me ask you a question. It's, funny you, it's so funny you say Tiger, John, because when you were saying training, I thought of Tiger. Yes or no, John? Tiger Woods is a sex addict, and it causes him a problem. Or he just claimed to be a sex addict to come off as sympathetic. I, I think he was just Derek Jeter, but married, <laughs> which is unfortunate. You know what I mean? Like, he, no one cares when you're doing that. Uh, you know, you can send gift baskets to all the Maxim models like Jeter did. Never uh, cool. But, you know, he just shouldn't, he shouldn't have got married first. But, you know, it is what it is. I all right, John. Good call, buddy. Always good to hear from you. Coming up, uh, Whit Mary. What do you think, Joe? I think Tiger Woods is not a sex addict. I think he just liked cheating, and he claimed sex addict, right? Do you think that gained him a lot of sympathy? No, but I think— I don't think it gained him an iota. No, but when you go to therapy, sometimes it can, and I don't think it did in this case, but it can sometimes. 215-592-9494. How are you an expert on sex addiction? All right, John, knock it off. Wow. Just knock it off. That's where there's that line, and then sometimes John steps over that line. Or just, like, blast right through it. (laughs) All right, great to be with you on this uh, Tuesday morning. Might feel like a Monday if you were off yesterday, but it is Tuesday after President's Weekend. Hope everyone had a great last couple days. We're happy to be back and be here. Very thankful to you, our listeners, for uh, listening to our show, because today's the one-year anniversary of our program. So a sincere thank you from us to you for uh, making it a fun first year, and on to year two we are, and hopefully uh, the second of, uh, you know, many to come. That, that's certainly uh, our goal, and uh, I think we got a you know, pretty good shot to achieve that, so we'll see what, where it goes, but thanks uh, for everyone listening to the program. All right, so a couple things here to, to do. We've, we've done a lot today, but one thing we have not touched on um, is, is an NFL Hall of Fame class that came out about a week and a half ago that uh, i got to say something that's still bugging me about it, and, and that is – some of these guys making it when players like Seth Joyner and Eric Allen don't. And, and frankly, it doesn't even look like Seth Joyner and Eric Allen are coming close to the Hall of Fame. So, let me, John, I want to read you the list of Hall of Famers. And then, again, Seth and Eric Allen, two guys that you know, I know we've, we've advocated for. So, here's the Hall. And I, I thought this was one of the weaker crews I've seen. I'm not saying some of them aren't deserving, but like Devin Hester, come on. Devin Hester, Dwight Freeney, Andre Johnson, Julius Peppers, Patrick Willis. Now, those are like, well, I guess, the modern athletes, whatever they call them. Yeah. And then two further back, Steve McMichael. John, you and I saw him growing up mm-hmm. uh, with the Bears. And Randy, uh, I don't know how you even know how to say the name, and I'm sorry, Gr- Grandishar. I don't know that guy, but I guess he's further back before my time. Like, let, let me just give you two tweets that stood out to me after the Hall of Fame class was revealed. 
one is from uh, is from Ruben Frank, who had a really interesting tweet. So Ruben Frank wrote the following after the announcement of Patrick Wills, who was a great player. I'm not trying to take away from Patrick Wills. Here's what Rube put up on Twitter after Patrick Wills made instead of sacks. Patrick Willis, eight interceptions, uh, 20 and a half sacks, 16 forced fumbles, five fumble recoveries. Seth Joyner, 24 interceptions, not eight, 24. 52 sacks, not 20 and a half sacks, 52. 26 forced fumbles, not 16 forced fumbles, 26 forced fumbles, 12 fumble recoveries. Not five fumble recoveries, 12. I mean, that one, and then here's no, the other. That's incredible. It is incredible. I, it's it's not even close. You don't have to close. convince me. It's not it, even close. Yeah, it, not even. So, pa- should Patrick Willis be a Hall of Famer, John? Uh, uh, yeah, Patrick Willis was amazing. He was a great I, player. I think Seth should be a Hall of Famer also. I mean, yeah. what we're talking about, Eric Allen. I played with I played with Eric Allen for, geez, four or five years, and, and he was he was incredible. He was, he was unbelievable. He played for like, a decade and a half, too. He's unbelievable. I mean, shut down. Eric Allen was that guy. Like, Eric yeah. Allen Island was like a thing, even though it wasn't a thing. You he got old. You got old. Good. You got old man Eric Allen. And, and he was just so smart and just always yeah. so dependable. Uh, him on one side. You got Rod Woodson on the other. You got Charles Woodson. You know, like, in the mix, you got some amazing cornerbacks. Here's players. what Mark McMillan, Mighty Mouse, said. Wait, wait, wait. Or was Mighty Mouse Sproles? Who was, who was Mighty Mouse? No, you're right. They're both, actually, I believe. But originally, Mark McMillan was Mighty Mouse. He was? Yeah. I'm not getting confused. I don't know. I might be getting confused. Because Damon Sp- uh, Stoudemire was Mighty Mouse, wasn't he? Yeah, I think they all were. At t- all right, well, maybe, maybe I'm confused. Based off their size, Joe. But, it's, my, it's, I know, but us- Mark McMillan, who I was a fan of, here's what he put up on social media. Uh, no shade on the Hall of Fame class announced, but you tell me a better DB that deserves to have his name called more than Eric Allen? Film don't lie. It's total bullcrap. He's being left out year after year. I played years across from EA, and he's a true pro on and off the field. It's a joke, HOF. So yeah. I, just, I just wanted to put Why that out is there. It? Why? I don't know. Why it's is it never happening? made any sense. 54 interceptions. I mean, the, the pick six record stood until the kid Bland. Um, uh, from the Cowboys. Yeah, from yeah. the Cowboys. 30 years. Yeah. I know. 30 years. And he was great. And he was great <laughs> on great defenses. This wasn't like in both of them. So, anyway, I just and, – and, look, some of these guys this year, I mean, we saw Julius Peppers destroy a game against the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. That guy was a great player. I think he deserves to be a Hall of Famer. He rocked the Eagles in the 3 Championship game. So Eagles scored three points. It was 14-3. I mean, that guy dominated the game. But there's no way you can tell Unblockable. me – Yeah, he was great. But there's no way you can tell me that Devin Hester, who would touch the ball five times a game, is a more deserving Hall of Famer than Eric Allen and Seth Joyner. You just, you, just can't, you just can't tell me that. Let's go to the phones. Let's get to Tom and Langhorn. Hi, Tom. Oh, I'm sorry, Lang. I guess this was misspelled by someone. Seltzer, is this your fault? Langhorn? What we got here? I type in a thousand things a day. I, I put a D instead of just the G. It's obviously supposed to be Langhorn. Oh, you fat fingered it. Can, can you read? You know what well, it's supposed did, to be. Then, is but, there a place called Langhorn? Horns. Yeah, but then I went to Tom, and it was, it was silence. You could just take the D out and say Langhorn <laughs> like it's supposed to be. Good morning, Tom. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. Um, <clears throat> congrats on the year. I got two points for you. The first one is the NBA All-Star Game. Oh. Honestly, with with that, it's really a shoot-around. They should accept it, say what it is. Is the NFL a call to the flag football game? This is a shoot-around. My, my second point here is on Harper. Um, 
I don't really want to give him two additional years, but the only way I can foresee the Phillies being able to do this is if they Otani this thing. It's got to be deferred money to give us the flexibility to re-sign guys like Wheeler, people you really need. That money doesn't matter yet. You can't rip up the contract. Like, you could do the last two years or whatever he wants deferred, but by then it's like, you know, it doesn't matter as much. You can't rip up the eight years now and redo it. It's on the money is essentially already deferred because it it would be nine and ten years from now anyway. Right, but, I mean, Otani has done it even further than that. But if if that's not a possibility on the contract, then I get it. That's fine. But I, I really have no need to do that. And part of that has to do with the farce I have, which is the Washington Nationals ownership. Right now they're asking Steven Strasburg to report to spring training in spite of the fact he has nerve damage and can't throw a pitch because they're upset that he got injured and they have no insurance on the contract and still owe him wow. more than a hundred something million dollars. So they knew he was hurt. They yeah, they couldn't insure it. So okay, fascinating, Tom. I I, I knew he's his career is basically over. Seltzer, this non-insurance thing is that accurate? Oh, it was a bit. Yeah, you don't remember when that happened? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, why he, didn't they take out an insurance clause? They they screwed up. The Washington Nationals made a massive mistake, and they had to pay out his contract. Yeah, that that is a, actually happened. It was a big story like yeah. a year ago or whatever. They oh. took out yeah. no disability insurance. Well, it's on yeah. them. Of course, that's the point. It's on them. Yeah. So what, he shows up to the first day of camp and then he pulls a Rodney Dangerfield like, ooh, my elbow, my elbow. Well, he can't pay. He's retired. Like, he's done. Like, well, I know he's done. Yeah. So did he show up to camp? I I hadn't heard about them forcing him to show up to camp or whatever, but. Yeah, what's the point in that? Well, like, is that he's that? under well, I guess contract. they try to get him to void still. his contract. If he doesn't show up, is it dereliction That's of duty? what they're trying to say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he is right. They do want him to report to camp. No way. It's embarrassing. But, but like, that's an embarrassment. Oh, so basically, they want him to come and mentor other teammates. They just want him to show up to justify that he's still clocking in at work every day. That's crazy. Hey, this segment right now brought to us by Mount Holly Nissan, new 2024 Nissans. They are arriving daily at Mount Holly Nissan, minutes from everywhere, just over the bridge online with MountHollyNissan.com. Let's get to Jimmy and Hatboro. Hi, Jim. Hey, I would uh, – morning, guys. What's up, I Jimmy? Would pay, I would pay Harper just like that guy just said. I'd give him you – want, you want this more money, you and your agent? Here's how it's going to work. You got to play X amount of games a season, and then we kick it in. If you're hurt or if you're hmm. this or that in the story, the word is no. Seltzer, do, oh, oh, no, I need a ruling from James. Seltzer, are those kind of contracts allowed? Like, could they tackle on years nine and ten, and say they 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 occur if in years you know seven and eight no. you played X number of games? Is oh, that- I I don't know. That, that's interesting. They could, yeah. I mean. I, they do that stuff in other sports. Right. They don't like do that in the NBA. Uh, or in, I mean, because it's yeah. a guaranteed contract. So no, they probably could. It's I, a gu- guaranteed contract. I'm sure the Players Association that that has something against. Jimmy, that. I yeah, that's why I asked James because I wonder if that's even legal. Like the NFL, I remember Hugh that one year needed ten sacks for his deal to kick into the next year, and then he didn't get the ten sack. I think Andy or no, Adam. to become yeah. a free agent, and because he didn't get the extra sack, then the Eagles got him for the extra year. Which was a great, yeah. a great thing for the Eagles. Yeah, but wouldn't this be a second contract? Would they know the first contract? No, it would be a new contract. It would be an addition to the like they can't get rid of the eight years now. Like, yeah, that is guaranteed. It's locked in the way it is. They can't change it. Jimmy, the eight years is like the Scottie Pippen Bulls thing. What you got uh-huh. is what you got. There's no renegotiating that. That's it. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. 
Oh. I like his out-of-the-box thinking, yeah, though. You're, He's you're, trying. You are trying. <laughs> Jimmy, give me an answer here. Who or what is a farce? By far, I know the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. By far, Deshaun Watson is a farce. They should throw him out. He's getting paid big money. They traded everything. And that guy is the epitome of a farce. His first two years in Cleveland have been a, a fiasco. No, he barely plays. Right, let's listen to Bryce Harper, who plays and plays an awful lot, because we're talking a lot today about his desire for a new contract. He talked over the weekend about his desire for said extension. Here's what Bryce Harper said. I believe your agent said that, that you would like an extension at some point. Is that basically to know that you're going to retire as a Philly? Yeah, I mean, I think there's been communication there, um, you know, between you know myself and um, Dave and also Scott and Dave as well. Um, obviously, I want to be here for a long time, and, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, look, he... he... <laughs> Yeah, I uh, think there's been communication there because you want to retire. <laughs> it just, I just want more money. I, 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 I wish he'd do what you suggest, Joe. Just tell the truth. Just say I, I, just, want, I just want more. I just want, want even more. I want more cheese. I got even a lot. Got a money. lot of cheese. I want more cheese. <laughs> I want more cheese. Other Here, guys get more than me now, and I want more than them. Here's Bryce as he as he continued on. Will you be okay if the uh, potential extension does not happen in the short term? Or is this something that you feel like you, you, know, you, you have some urgency on that you want to see done sooner rather than, than later if it happens? Uh, I mean, I understand there's other guys to take care of, right? Um, understanding that Wills is a big one for us right now. Um, but, you know, contract negotiations can happen, you know, throughout how many, you know, or, how, or sorry, contract negotiations can happen, you know, throughout the throughout the season and things like that. So, um, you know, we'll see uh, see what Scott and you know Dave can come up with. You uh, you've talked a lot about how you know you did not want an opt out, right? You don't have one, didn't want one. Does that make this? You know, you're in year six, right? Going into year six here, does that make this more challenging for you to kind of get? what you want to see done to this contract? No, I mean, I haven't really thought about it too much about that. Um, just trying to, you know, understand I want to be here for a long time and understand, you know, playing into my 40s. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing for me. Um, so wanting to get that done. Look, we'll take your reaction to all this. I mean, I, I, I give Bryce credit for a few things. I mean, a lot of things. First off, great player, great seems like a great guy. All right, so let's just start with that. He's a tremendous credit to Philadelphia sports. I also appreciate the way he is going about this. I mean, as John just alluded to, I, I said earlier, I kind of wish he would just say, I just want to make more money, but we all know he's not going to say that. I, I appreciate that, you know, it's like he's not not showing up at training camp or spring training. Like, he's there. I, I fully believe he'll try his hardest. I do. I mean, I don't think this is a scenario where he won't try his hardest, but it's like, come on, dude. I mean, you got eight years and $196 million to go, and we're – we're, we're talking, I mean, we're doing a show here today on WIP about the merits or non-merits of giving someone with eight years and $196 million a new deal because the best player in Philadelphia sports wants an extension. I mean, I think it's absurd. But I'll tell you this, a lot of people have been saying pay him. I mean, you know, it, let's go to Mike in Brewery Town. Good morning, Michael. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Doing well, Mike. Good, good. Hey, so I just got a couple, uh, two points here, one on the Phils, one on the Birds. Uh, but the thing with the Bryce Harper contract, um, as a Philly fan, I kind of find it just insulting, like, because he came out with it publicly. 
Um, like, if you think about it, everybody wants more money. Like, I don't care if you got a billion dollars or ten dollars. Yeah. Of course, everybody wants more money. Why mm-hmm. do you got to come out publicly with it when you got eight years left in your contract? Give me back every dollar that I spent the last two years in the playoffs that you didn't, that you came up short on, and then talk to me. Like, I mean, well, he didn't come up short, but I get your point. Going public is a for he's trying to exert pressure on the Phillies, which I do think is not cool. Yeah, and, and look, and look, and, and the other thing is, like, he makes stupid money. So it's not even like he's making, you know, five, ten, fifteen million. He makes stupid money. He's trying to turn stupid money practically into stupider money. So it's just, I don't know. I, I, I it eats me the wrong way, right? Because of just the way he's coming out about it and publicly, and knowing that you know we got other things to work on. You know. Um, yeah, it feels just a little bit offensive. You know, like yeah. it's just a little bit. Uh, Bryce centric, but he's not. You know, I, I'm blaming his his agent more than I'm blaming Bryce. Yeah, I'm, but I'm John, it's got to come from Bryce. Boris. It's it's easy to say it's Boris. Look, I, I I'm the biggest anti Scott Boris guy around because of the JD Drew thing. I'll always hate the guy, and yes, I'll use the term hate. I hate the guy, but it's Bryce Harper's life. It absolutely. I mean, is. Boris can't do it if 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 Bryce Harper tells him don't do it. You're right. You're right. Bryce Harper wants credit for both things at the same time. I didn't include an opt-out clause right. because I only wanted to be here, and I need an extension. You're right. He's looking you, for credit. Yeah, he wants to. What's it called? Have the cake. On. Have the cake and eat it too. Yep. Mike, give me an answer, well, man. We talked about the fact that it does give him some leverage. The, the, I don't call it leverage. I call it out. Well, I'd call it again goodwill. goodwill. It's not leverage. Goodwill yeah. is leverage in some in ways. some ways. Mike, who or what is a farce? You can win the Creed yeah. tickets. Can I just throw a thing in on the Eagles real quick? Oh, sure. Um, so you guys were talking earlier about, like, the draft, about drafting a quarterback um, and, like, hurting, you know, hurts his feelings, et cetera. So my only take on that is, like, the Birds just paid him. Um, so they obviously show signs that they believe in him. He didn't have well, that horrible of a season last year. Would it really hurt to, to pull a potential late-round draft quarterback so we can actually have a backup that we can develop over the next couple of years? I don't think it has to be late. I, they just did that, no? Isn't that Tanner McKee? Yeah. Fifth round. Uh, you know, was, he a dra- was he a pick? He was a fifth round pick. Yeah. 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 All right, fair enough. Uh, anyway, so uh, I, I don't – was Ben Simmons says? Oh, man. <laughs> ben Simmons for a farce. That's not bad. How about Ben getting right, another that's... coach fired? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jock Vaughn. He's, what he's, a mess. He's How out. does Sean Marks keep his job? They're GM. Uh, I have no idea how that guy keeps his job. Their whole thing's a joke. It's just a joke. All right, let's get to today's Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet, the all-new 2024 Chevy Trax. It's arriving daily at Armin Chevrolet. Starts at 21495 Together, let's drive. Visit ArminChevy.com. All right, John, before the poll results from everyone on Twitter, your personal opinion, should the NBA stop playing the All-Star game? No. I agree with you. But I will say this, only like another two or three years, another attempt or two or three, and then I'm done. Like, they have to solve the problem, and if they can't, then they should stop it. You, I, you can't do this for the next 20 years. This, so try again, I need to but see, this is a disaster. Yeah, I need to see attempts at improvement and change, and I think we'll see that. Well, they've been trying, and, and it, it hasn't made any difference. I mean, they've been picking the teams with the players' pick, and yeah, um, there's – to me – Look, I don't know what they can do to get guys to try their hardest. I, I suppose they could put lesser players in the NBA All-Star game. 
Bring I'm up just, college kids. Have the college I'm kids play the All Star game. The oh, stars of to, like know? to make the stars of tomorrow game the big game and have them care. A real rising know. star challenge. I don't know. Exactly. I, I, Do an old timers game. I mean, that'd be more. Well, you know when they stopped that. I think wasn't Rick Barry the guy that blew out his uh, his quad or his right. knee or yeah, something, yeah. and then that was because oh, no. they used to do that, and then someone blew out. I think it was Rick Barry had his like a real injury, <laughs> and then that was the that was the end of that. I used to love that. I would watch dude, that when I was are, young. Yeah, I dude, I loved Old Timers <laughs> Day. I, I remember that. like all yeah. that stuff was but, so great. James, I will tell you, there was also that horrendous game between Doc and Kareem, and they weren't that yeah. retired. They were about. Five to ten years retired, and they did look like two guys in a rocking chair. They couldn't, they couldn't move. All right, John, where do you think the poll results came in? Sometimes. It does get sad. It gets sad. Like, it, it gets sad. I, I remember being at one of the home So there was a Schmidt. Schmidt and uh, Dick Allen used to have home run derbies, and Schmidt and uh, Luzinski used to have home run derbies. Mm-hmm. You know, during the um, intermission uh, between games when the Phillies used to play, like, regular doubleheaders. And I remember one of them, and I, I don't remember who the participant was. But I do remember at one point it's like, all right, enough. Like you, you, you couldn't get the – whoever it was, it might not have been one of those three guys. Somebody couldn't do anything with the home run. It's like, all right, let's let's not keep doing it because then it's just sad. I remember at a, at a golf tournament one time the, the tee shot was a throw of a football. Yeah. You know, rather than driving it with your driver, yeah. you throw the football. And seeing old retired quarterbacks, right. like high-end quarterbacks – Try to tee off with a throw, yeah, and they that's, couldn't. That's not good. They couldn't do it. Not good. I know. All right. That, that so John, shocked me. Back to the original question. Yeah. How do you think the people responded today on Twitter? Should the NBA stop playing the game? I think. I think everyone's mad, so that will affect this to some degree and bring it a little more negative. Uh, so close to 50-50. 52% say we should keep it. Seventy-four mm. percent say eliminate the NBA All Star wow. game. I'm not there yet, but I will be in a year or two if they don't fix it. Second question, do you think John Middleton will give Bryce Harper a contract extension in the next few years, yes or no? Yes, 80%. 73. Imagine that. So we get a 74% and a 73%. Guys, we get to make history. Unprecedented. How cool will this be? What? I'm joking. The first contract given to someone who already has an eight-year contract. (laughs) It's history. It's unbelievable. It can go in the Smithsonian someday. 215-592-9494. 215-592-9494. All right, your reaction to everything we're discussing today. More calls, including times yours up ahead on 94 WIP. Hey, get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. So many ways to bet as you look ahead to the second half of the season, game by game. Obviously, all the games up ahead are Local squad here back in action on Thursday night. Or if you want to start looking toward who's going to win the MVP, who's going to win the championship, and everything else in between, it's all there for you with FanDuel.com slash Hammer. That's FanDuel.com slash Hammer. Remember, you can also hop over to Pro Hockey, Pro Baseball, future bets related to the coming season, or even to football with another campaign a few months down the road. It's all there for you with the official partner of 94WIP, FanDuel Sportsbook. Lock in at FanDuel.com slash Hammer.
right, time yours up ahead in 10 minutes. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. What uh, Bryce said upon the move to first base as a permanent thing. Al, uh, he positioned it this weekend. We'll get to that audio and more. Let's go to the phones right now. Let's talk to our guy, Brian, in New Jersey. How you been, Brian? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Doing well, Brian. I uh, just want to say, I drive my kids to school every day, and we listen to you guys. I mean, it's a short commute, but it brightens our day up a little bit to talk sports, listen to you guys go. And, uh, thank you. That's that awesome. Stuff. Thank you. I well, really thanks, appreciate Brian. it. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, pal. Yeah, cool stuff. Um, so, yeah, real quick with the Bryce Harper thing. Um, again, obviously, I don't care. It's not my money, so they can pay him whatever they want. But I just think it sets a dangerous precedent, um, not only for, for the Phillies, but for all of baseball. Uh, Joe, That's you brought true. up a little earlier, like, who's to say that the next guy now is going to see Bryce do that, and then they're going to have five years left on their deal, yep. and they want an extension, all that kind of stuff. It's just not good for me. I will tell you this. I, other owners would be very unhappy with the Phillies <laughs> if they do this. I'm and sure. listen, maybe Middleton will do it. I, I don't think under Montgomery they probably would have done it. I think the Phillies always try to sort of play nice to baseball. That was always the impression I had with the way the Phillies would sort of handle some financial stuff. Look, I'm still – I'm going to be honest with you, Brian. I'm still annoyed the Phillies agreed in the mid-1990s to be part of a division with the Atlanta Braves. I mean, no, I'm not kidding. Like, if there's two things that really rock Philly sports, one is the Flyers agreeing to a salary cap, which completely, completely, completely took away the incredible advantage the Flyers had had for decades, spending more money than other teams. And then in the 90s, when you knew the Braves still had a runway of another seven-ish years, turned out to be like 10 more years, I mean, the Phillies just, hey, sure, yeah, yeah, let's be in the same division with the Braves. Oh, sure. Great. And I have a real, great. real quick question for John. John, as you being uh, a professional athlete, w- would you get annoyed or do you not even care with something like Bryce doing that? Like, say he did get extra years on knowing he had eight years more on his contract. Mm-hmm. Is that something that bothers you or is it something that you say, hey, he's playing for the money, it deserves it? Blah, blah, blah. Is it something uh, that's in the back of your mind or what? Look, a lot of times with teammates, you're happy for them when, when they do well. Uh, it's, uh, you know, raising the, the bar for everyone else. Uh, and Bryce being the leader, the guy, I, I would assume everyone would be totally on board with Bryce doing, uh, doing better. Uh, like, he's happy, we're happy, we're all a team. It's more merriment for everyone. But Wheeler could be ticked if Bryce gets it first. I, I could be really could be really some ticked. of that. Yeah, that could be an issue. The yeah. order of things, the the prioritization of where they they feel. Yeah, money goes first. That might cause some sticking points. All right, uh, Brian. Sure. After that ridiculous All Star game that was a farce. Who or what is also a farce? So it's kind of like a quick two part answer, but it involves the Thursday night NFL football games and the schedulers that actually make the schedule because. I haven't seen a good Thursday night football game in a really long time. And I think that's a total farce at this point. It's Except- man, I'm conflicted on this one. John, where do you come down? I can't down remember on- the schedule uh specifically the Thursday. Uh Well, here's one of the, so bad. let me just say this. Here's one of the problems if you will. It's not like what Monday night football used to be where they would put just the best teams there. Like the NFL has to spread around Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. Every team gets a crack. Mm-hmm. So there's 32 teams and everyone plays a game. So you're going to get your, your bum teams. And let's be real, this past NFL season, there were only so many good teams. I mean, you really only had about six or seven really quality teams. You had a lot of teams in the middle. You had a couple bums at the bottom. So it is typically a – it is not the most uh, appealing And having game. Al Michaels call those games when they're not great 
he gets disinterested. Well, he's real it's, fast. It's he's getting uh, he's getting up long a in the bit. tooth. Yeah. Getting, yeah, and I love Al Michaels, oh, but it's so just I, it's but been it's, it's, it's yeah it's been it's been, it's been a it's been a it's been a bit here. Now, all right, let's get to Bryce Harper talking about the move to first base. I am. <laughs> I hate to do this, John. You know my thing. Once you start sensing, like, is he telling the truth? Is he not telling? The, like, I don't know. Maybe Bryce Harper's what you're about to hear is telling the truth, or maybe it's. Something the organization came up with, so Bryce doesn't feel heat that it was his decision. Here, the here's, bad guy. Yeah, because you got the Look, Reese Hoskins thing. At the end of last thing. season, yeah. what? Why was it that we thought this was Bryce's decision? Because, why was it? Because if Bryce Harper wants to play right field, he probably gets to play right field. How about but, that reason? But we felt it was pretty definitive. Like this was well, up it made to sense. Bryce. I mean, it might just be as simple as his arm can. They don't want to have his arm throw 250 feet from, from right field. Okay, so we just made a leap in, in, in our own well, sure. deductive reason. Yeah, Bryce gets to do what Bryce wants to do. Here's what he said the other day about how it went down, the move to first base for this new year and what seems to be a permanent move. Not too much my preference at the same time. Um, I think we had a you know pretty good conversation. Um, you know, Me and Dombo, we sat down and um, – you know, he said this would be great for organization, and I said okay. I, you know, I wanted to make them, you know, understand or not make them. I wanted them to, you know, know that I was on board with anything that they wanted to do. Um, you know, if that was right field, if that was first base, and I told them that. You know, I said if you want me in right field, I'll play right. If you want me at first, I'll you know play first base. And you know, I think as a collective, they said you know, first base is where we want you. And you know, I said okay, I'm gonna do everything I can to to be there and. You know, that's what I want to do. Is that where you envision the rest of your career, or, or is that too far down the line to think that I'm going to be a first baseman now moving forward forever? I don't think I'll move back out to right. I just I don't, you know, um, but never say never. All right, so I'm going to tell you my interpretation. Dombo there. I know, Dombo. You're right. I'm going to give you my interpretation of what we just heard. He is telling the truth, and I'll tell you why. Because Dombrowski is a seasoned enough executive that when Dombrowski has that meeting with him, likely in November, Dombrowski knows, let me make this easy on Bryce. Let me tell him where we want him to play. I bet you Dombrowski had no intention of signing Reese Hoskins when that season ended. None. And he sits there with Bryce and he says, listen, this is where we want you to play. And then Bryce gets to say, great. Privately, he can say, because that's where I want it to play too. You don't have to say it publicly. But it does take some pressure off of him on the Reese Hoskins. Because there's two different things with the Reese Hoskins thing as it relates to Bryce. The public and the private. Yeah. I mean, if Reese Hoskins is annoyed at Bryce, and we have no indication that he is, but if he were, theoretically, possibly, kind of took his job. I mean, Bryce could say to Reese, listen, Holmes, they want me to play first. Just so you know, like, they approached me. And I bet you Dombrowski seasoned enough. He, he puts all that together before he even has that. Yeah. James, does that work for you? Like, that's how I read it. Yeah. I think it's either that or Bryce wanted to play first base and they're just selling Oh, or the way. other thing. Yeah. It's one or the other. <laughs> or the other. Honestly, I, I, my, my, I, I think that Bryce wanted to play first base. Well, I think he did, but I think Dombrowski made the first move on the chessboard. Yeah, sure, maybe. That's my point. Maybe. I don't know. He made the first comment. I, I doubt yeah. it. They I mean, broke I'm, bread. <laughs> I think they both wanted him to play first base. I don't know how it played out, but I think they both wanted him to play first base. Yeah. All right, let's get to uh, the, but, 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 let's go to uh, T right now. He's calling from Collegeville. Hi, T. Hey, good morning, everybody. Thank you for taking my call, and uh, happy anniversary on the morning show. Thank you, T. Thank you, sir. No problem. Uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about Bryce. I believe that um, 
I don't know. I heard a man once say he's the most underpaid $330 million man alive. That man was once John Middleton. As soon as I heard that, I knew a day like this was coming. Wow. Um, hmm. You know, John, John Middleton's going to pay that man, and uh, I don't know why it's a confusion. Um, it's just it's just going to happen. And after he said that, he said some other things, too. You know, his generational talent. Um, you know, and, and honestly, I, I, I think people forget where we were, you know, prior to Bryce and what Bryce has done since he's been here, whether it's been himself, whether it's getting Dombo here on top of it. Uh, you believe that or not, that's just my opinion. And other players that came with that package, you know, because Bryce is also basically a GM in some regards. I mean, maybe not the title, but I mean. You know, Bryce and it's a pretty good one. And- if, if LeBron James had been as good a general manager as Bryce Harper, LeBron James might have won eight or nine championships. But he kept He kept picking the wrong players. Absolutely. I think Bryce is invested in this city. I think he fits this city. I think if you pay him, then championships will come. Uh, I, I don't think there's any confusion of what, what he is for us and what he's going to do for us. And, and just get it over with. I mean, just pull the Band-Aid <laughs> off and, and let's get it done. It's not our money. Uh, you know, and honestly, the other way, the other side of it is, you know, if we didn't have Bryce and we weren't spending money, what would we be doing? We'd be complaining about not having the right team not having star players, yeah. and look what he's done. He's bringing star players Tickets here. are going to get more so, and more expensive, though. See, you know cares. that, man. It's, it's, that's, that's the way of sports, man. It's never going to change. It's, it's, a, it's a, a multi-billion dollar, almost trillion dollar business that, that MLB, NBA, NFL, it doesn't matter. It's always going to go up, man. Always yeah. going to go up. All right, up. see, give me, give, give me an answer. Who or what is a farce? I think it's a lose-lose situation. I think some of us have been in this position before, but the, the idea that you think you can win, convince, or be right about, uh, you know, an argument with your spouse is a farce. <laughs> That's great. That's really funny. All right, and with that, let's do what we do every day at this time. That's a good answer. That last answer is fun. All right. Time's yours brought to us by Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge. Discover the nation's best-kept secret and switch to Xfinity Mobile. Now with the best price for two lines of Unlimited. Let's hit it with Time's yours. The Harper contract is going to cause problems. Chris Sims is right. The Flyers are coming back down there, and the Sixers are the Sixers. What happened to my sports town? <laughs> you know, we didn't even get Chris to the Chris Sims. Sims audio. We'll get to that probably more tomorrow. Yeah, I'll tell you this. He is probably overrated in some circles. Talking about Jalen, that's what he what he said. For those that don't know, we'll play this all tomorrow. Holy but he, cow, he said that Jalen's the most overrated. Oh, that's the it. most overrated. <laughs> but he probably is. You overrated. just said he's overrated. I'm saying, considering you what take, some people thought. Okay, yeah, you, we'll see this year we'll with see. the proper coaching. We'll see how overrated Jalen Hurts is. We'll see. So if I was Middleton, this is what I would tell him. I would say, look, Bryce, you bring me a ring, I will bring you my checkbook again. As for the NBA All-Star, I mean, give me throw a 10 over the surface. It's an absolute joke. Oh, and the biggest farce, I'm sure it's been said by now, beat the hammer. Give me a break. Tomato cans all over the place. Oh, man. Listen, all, all I do is win, and that's that's my fault? Come on, knock that off. Yeah, more Gavin and less Seltzer. I don't know. I don't take it too personally. Just kidding, Jimmy. Love you, bro. Glad you're back. Hope you're all well. <laughs> Time's yours. Where's that audio from? What is that, James? Well, I, it's, I, I don't do these. Wector does. I'm assuming Wector took a little cut to me and put it in yeah. there. Okay. All right. You know you've made it with the city 
and this fan base when people on this station already mispronouncing your name when you haven't even actually signed with the Phillies. Welcome to the club, Wit. We're glad to have you. Time's yours. All right, so it's Wit. What Merrifield? People have already been calling Mer- Whitfield. It's, it's Merrifield. Wit Merrifield. 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 Oh, so either. it's not Mary. I believe it's Merrifield, but I, I, that could be pronounced either so way. So James, Mr. Baseball, mm. not since Tom Selleck was Mr. Whit Baseball. Whit Merrifield. Is you that, don't yeah. even know oh, what Mary. it is. Oh, Mary. I say Mary. You're right. Whit Merrifield. That's what I said. Merrifield. But you're saying it's supposed Merrifield. to be Merrifield. No, I'm not sure. What? It's cl- I'm, You I'm said something different. Well, you yeah. took out the Y, Merrifield. Mary or Mary. Mary. Yes. Mary. I'm not sure. I think it's Mary, but I'm not sure. Like I said earlier, it's Whit. And with that, yep. Whit. We shut it down. The Times Yours line. Leave Joe and John a message of your thoughts, compliments, and complaints. Call 215-238-4500. I'll say this. It's fun talking baseball. I mean, seriously. It's spring training, the whole deal. They're going to start playing games in a couple days. I, I'm enjoying this. Let's go to Gary in Whitehall. Hi, Gary. Hey, good morning. Happy anniversary. These guys are awesome. I'm glad it's been a one year. I can't believe it actually it's been in one year, but uh, congratulations. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, my man. Thanks for being yeah, a part of it, Gary. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. And, you know, it gets to follow up my uh, 36th wedding anniversary yesterday, so it's great. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, hey, um, this Harper deal. Yeah, I guess he wants to get paid to be uh, executive general manager, assistant general manager, so, uh, no, why not? <laughs> but technically, it is our money. So it's not our money, but it is our money because, you know, everything's going to go up. But, uh, well, you know, Gary, one thing I hate, I hate with a passion in life is the cost for cable TV. Oh. And you got that sports package freaking thing in there. I don't even know what that thing's called. But whatever yeah. that thing's called, it jacks up the price by an extra 20 bucks or so. It drives me nuts. Why don't, I, you, I cut, why don't you cut the cord? I don't know how to I, cut I it. I cut the cord years ago because of that. They used to, you, if you look at the bill... They charge you for enter- extra for entertainment and sports. It's brutal. Whether you watch oh. it or not, you're paying. Gary, for it. can you come over to my apartment and because sh- I know how to cut the cord. What I don't know how to do is do the Have other TV. Thing. Then yeah, like what do I? Yeah, you can cut it. What but do then I it's do? All, everything's dark. <laughs> yeah, what, what, There's no power. Like, what's my first move? Like, what do I, What's the first thing I do after cutting think, the cord? I think maybe I can help you. Is it? Get do I go to a website? I think, do I call a phone number? What do I do? I don't know what I do. Do I have to go buy something? There's so many I gotta go to Best Buy. Outlets. What do I do? I can help. There's so many streaming outlets, and and the, the, as far, as smart as these TVs are anymore, these smart TVs, they got TV on them already. You don't need anything. All right, Gary, give me a big answer. Who or what's a farce? You can win the Creed tickets. What do you got? You just brought it up. That idiot, Chris Sims. Chris Sims. He is a farce. He is a farce. There's no doubt about that. All right, we turn two. We're moving fast. Pablo in Sewell, New Jersey. Pablo, what's a farce? Uh, the NFL Pro Bowl flag football. Yeah, I'll, I'll write you down for the new game. I think the flag football game is also a farce, but at least it's less of a farce when they had, you know, full pads on and were hitting each other. That was, that was, but both are a joke. Jeffy in Quakertown. Jeffy, what's a farce? Uh, I was going to go with Sirianni, but wow. <laughs> you guys uh. – the the top echelon of the whole Philly sports in the last two decades. <laughs> wow, I got to write down Philly sports decades? as a farce. All right, well, hmm. one championship in those eighty years. So, but I eh, I don't like that. Two answer. decades. We got two in the last two decades. Two. What I say? You said you said uh, one. Yeah, I meant to say two. Two two championships in two decades. Jennifer calling from Florida. Jennifer, what do you got as a farce? George Santos. George Santos. All right, let's Literal. go to. Yeah. 
Let's go to TR and Winfield. TR, what do you got as a, as a farce? Uh, I'm going to see that little girl, Krishan Rock. Who? Krishan Rock. Right, don't know her. Fair enough. Jack in Mount Laurel. Jack, who or what's a farce? This whole Bryce Harper talk, what are we talking about? He's an MVP of our league. He saved our season. He saved Philadelphia. Like, we're literally talking about paying the man. Did we watch the last playoff? Did the, 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 the walk-off grand slam against the Cubs, the, the Cubs and the Powder Blues, like the MVPs. What are we saying? All right, Jack. He's on the record. All right, we got to come up with the- Bryce Harper saved Philadelphia. Yeah, well, what a take. Yeah. All right, who or what is a farce? We've had some great answers here today. We've got the people that put up the photographs of their meals and post them on, you know, <laughs> Facebook. We got Tony Romo's commentating. We've got, uh, let's see here, pro sports contracts. We got a lot of hammer. We got a, we got a lot of hammer. We got Kardashians. We got Ooh, that's that's, a, that's a big time answer. Yeah. We've got officiating in best in baseball and football. Um, sensitivity training. Well, some people need it, but yeah, some of it's a little <laughs> Doesn't funny. Doesn't always bloody. work. Uh, we got the Nationals ownership, Washington Nationals with Steven Sproulsburg. Ben Simmons, obviously always a potential Such winning a answer. Such a great answer. What, what are we doing I like here? food on Facebook. I think it was the most creative one we got. I, I don't think... know if farce is the right term for it. I, I find it more annoying. Pretentious. Well, I mean, Just... Ben Simmons isn't a farce. He's a real person. He exists. No, but here's you know, the thing about Ben. It's a farce. He gets paid so in as a play. outlandish. That's a farce. It's, it's farcical. Yeah, like him, him putting Being up the videos. Being afraid to shoot as a professional basketball player is farcical. <laughs> and then putting up the social media videos that shows he shoots, yeah, but it's never 20 shooting. straight shots. It's... Edited. Edited. <laughs> yeah. I think Ben is the right answer. I think it's great. Yeah. And it's funny how the Kardashians are another great answer for this, and they are. All right, John, what's the bigger connected. answer, the Kardashians or Ben Simmons? I think Ben. I mean, he disappoints me significantly okay. more. Okay, and there it is. Congratulations to our caller, Mike. He's going to be. Good morning, Jenna Cameron, John Rich. It is 94 WIP. You know, I love being a sports fan, but I hate when I'm not proud of stuff in sports. Doesn't mean I'm not a fan, but might make me less of a fan in time. And what we saw over the weekend from the NBA was a debacle, a disgrace, a farce, and a fiasco all rolled up in one. Now, I want to I get some reaction on the phone lines in addition to everything going on with the Philly situation and Bryce Harper, where people stand on the ridiculousness of the All-Star. And by the way, I mean more than just Sunday's All-Star game, which obviously has come most under focus and should, with the preposterous final score of 211 to 186. And I am proud to say I didn't watch it. I didn't watch And it wasn't even second. that close, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch a second of it. And me this, either. This was appointment I, TV for me for years. But I got to tell you, I'll go back even to Saturday. And I know a lot of people last year disagree with me when I said it. I'm going to put my stamp of approval on disapproval again. Mac McClung shouldn't be in the NBA dunk contest. The guy has been in four games in his life in the NBA. He's not an NBA player. He's not, a, he's not an NBA player. He's an awesome dunker. Though. I don't give a damn. He's well, not an NBA player. I agree with you. That's what they should just do with the dunk contest. Just bringing guys who can dunk. Who cares about Like, no one in the NBA takes but, it seriously. But, but, but no, James, the, it, no, here's the thing. Once upon a time, it was Dominique. It was correct. Michael Jordan. Like, you, this, know what, you know what happened? LeBron chose not to do it. Uh, right. And, and yes. that changed no the, doubt. the younger players yes. that are the truly great donkers like, well, if LeBron ain't going to do it, I ain't going to do it. Because Mike did it. Kobe did it. Yeah. Doc did it. The greats used Vince to do it. Vince did it. it. Yeah. Vince did it. Yep. And then LeBron's like, nope, I'm, I'm a Freddy cat. Yeah. I'm a Freddy cat. And then because of that, you, you get Manny Moe and Jack and some guy named Mac McClung who, let's be real, none of us have ever seen him play an NBA game. 
He's only played in four. I mean, guys, he won this last year before he ever played in a game. Yeah, did you see the it's cool a disgrace. double clutch dunk that he did I off didn't. the guy's head? I didn't. It was a pretty cool dunk. I believe dunk. it, John. And, and there was a little bit, there was a glow of some Sixer pride in there somewhere. Oh, no, there wasn't. I swear there was. What is he now, a rocket? Is he, he a rocket? I have no idea what he is. A blue coat. He was he's a blue a, coat a, at one a, point, a, and it a, was like, okay. Yeah, well. That, that was cool. He's a that guest cool. dunker, Joe. That's what he is. Yeah, well. All right, so here's the deal. There was a lot wrong with NBA All-Star Weekend, and yeah. we want to hear from you, your reaction to it at 215-592-9494. I'm not saying that pleased. saved the weekend, believe me. I, I thought Mac McClung had a really cool dunk, but then well, the rest you. of it, 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 there was a lot of just travesty. It felt wrong. It felt broken. It felt like this was supposed to right. be their Super Bowl. Uh, and, and Well, it's it, not their Super Bowl, but it's supposed to be a showcase event, and it's a joke. Here's the deal. It feels have, like their we have Super two, Bowl, we doesn't have, it? We have two different Twitter poll questions today, both brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. It's truck season in Armin. Available 2.9% financing for up to 72 months on all new light-duty Armin Silverados. Together, let's drive to ArminChevy.com. First question, should the NBA just stop playing the NBA All-Star game? Is that it? Pack it up, be done, enough. A, yes, B, no. Where do you stand on the future of the NBA All-Star game? Should it be over, yes or no? Second poll question. Now, we've been talking about what to do with Bryce, and we've touched on my opinion that John Middleton will give him a new you know, contract, an extension at some point here. Second question, do you think John Middleton will give Bryce Harper an extension in the next couple of years, in, in what we've termed the next few years? And by few, I mean like, Two to three. I mean, not seven years from now when he's coming up to the end of the deal. In the next few years, do you believe John Middleton will give him an extension? Yes or no? You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. All right, here's the deal. When you call in today, because the NBA All-Star game was a farce, some parts of the weekend was a farce, and today we're giving you a chance to win tickets to see Creed at the PPL Center in Allentown. That's on December 2nd. Tickets on sale, Ticketmaster.com. Who or what, in honor or, put another way, in dishonor of the NBA All-Star game, the fiasco and abysmal farce that it was, who or what is a farce? Best answer by the end of the show is going to win the tickets to see Creed. John Ritchie, when you think of a farce, because the NBA All-Star game is, it is a, I mean, that is, that is a farce. What else, John, is a farce? Think about the concept of privacy when everyone has a video camera attached to their body. Yeah, it's a tough thing. Privacy to is no longer achievable, is it? Mm. Uh, it's very difficult to It's have. a farce. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the a concept th- of privacy in today's world. And it's sad, but it's, it's gotten it, there. It's a tough thing. All <laughs> yeah. right, Seltzer, when you think of a farce, what hits you? I'll go with a a kind of out there answer, but the whole point of sports, right, is to root for your team to win a championship, right? That's why we become fans. It's the whole the whole reason we do it. So being a Dallas Cowboys fan is a farce. (laughs) What's the point? Wow, Dallas Cowboys. There you go, Rhea. And we're gonna have some good answers in sports. We'll certainly have some answers outside of sports. Again, everyone at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four for who or what is a farce, Rhea? What do you have? NFL preseason games. Yeah, that's a good answer. They don't even play anymore. Yeah, it's just it, it's and it's funny. We all get all excited for that first game. I know. And then like after about five minutes, you're like, yeah, this sucks. I know. <laughs> I know. All right. Give us great. I'll, I'll give you another one from the world of sports. We're going heavy on the world of sports here. I'll give you one. And you guys know this drives me nuts. The NBA claiming 
the teams that play in the play-in games but then don't advance weren't in the postseason. It's it's complete ridiculousness. I mean, guys, think of it this way. In Major League Baseball, they had a best of one for like 10 years. The team in the best of one called the wild card round now best of three. That team's in the playoffs even if they lose. But the NBA somehow is like, oh, this, this team's trying to play into the playoffs. No, no, no. Regular season over. Postseason has begun, therefore playoffs have begun. So don't 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 tell me this team seven, eight, nine, and ten didn't make the playoffs. Don't don't waste my time. So it's like like oh, purgatory it playoff. It like, drives like limbo me nuts. Land. Like, you know it, what? It's really not. Here's the deal: six teams, six teams get a buy. The Atlanta Braves get a buy. So do teams one through six. You get a buy, but they say nope. Team ten didn't make the playoffs because they lost. No, don't waste my time. Let's go to the phones. Bryce Harper to pay him or not. To make him prove it for another couple years or not? Where do you stand on all this? Steve and Marlton. Hi, Steve. Hey, how you doing? Good, doing buddy. Well, Steve. Hey, so I, th- I think we should keep him. I think we should pay him. Um, you know, he never said anything about how much money he wants. He just wants to be here. And I think that's what we need in this city. You know, he, he brings people here. And uh, he's he's great for this ball club. I think. Uh, well, he is great just... for the club. Steve, you said you said you think we should keep him. If you think we should pay him, we're gonna keep him, <laughs> whether we well, pay well, him again you or know not. What I mean, I I think we should give him what he wants. If he wants to stay here till he's forty, you know, maybe he's thinking about you know uh, by the time he's forty, what if he doesn't want to move his kids across the country? Steve, you know? what well, if he'll he... be thirty nine yeah. when his contract's up? So. Steve, what if he wants thirty percent ownership of the team? Should they just should they just give it to him? No, I mean, that, that's a little much. I mean, I'm just saying, like, we all want things in life. You know, Steve, you ever watch The Wire? The great... uh, no, I haven't. All right, there's a great scene in The in the Wire where... Uh... Apparently, you should skip season two. Well, no, I, I actually am rewatching no, two right now. season two is great, I like man. it. It's, it's the most a... criticized, but it's I like it. It's, but... it's just because it's The Wire. But it's, it's, it, it, all right, right, Steve, Seltzer will know this line. There's a line from, I believe it's Rawls in The Wire. Because, you know, we all want things. And at one point he says, you know, I want two extra inches of meat, but I got what I got. Like... Steve, it is what it is, my man. Bryce Harper's making $330 million over 13 years. You got what you got. Don't complain. You're freaking John yeah. Holmes asking for another inch or two. Enough. Yeah, I'd take $330 million. Yeah, correct. <laughs> James, you remember that line, right? You remember? <laughs> I wasn't expecting to hear it on the radio today. All right, Steve, give me an answer here, my man. Who or what is a farce? I think all the, all the diehard Eagles fans out there cheering on Andy Reid uh, oh, Andrew Reid appreciation. Yes. Look at you. All right, <laughs> my Steve. man. After all of the nonsense, then Look I at, completely agreed with it. Look at this guy. <laughs> all right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Andy right now in Ambler. Hi, Andy. Hey, how's it going, guys? Going great, I, Andy. I gotta tell you, I just wish they'd do away with NBA All Star Weekend. I mean, what's the point? The in the in the seventies when they actually used to play the game, like like they played defense. And you had guys in the dunk contest like Dr. J and yeah. Dominique Wilkins and the Dream. Like, they, they, it meant something to the players. It obviously doesn't mean anything to them at all. Nothing. Correct. They, the, the NBA had to juice it up. They went out and put out an all-LED court as if that's a reason to watch it. And, yeah, it's, and it's, it's bad. It's really bad. And, and you're right. It does, it does fundamentally start with the players just don't care. And unfortunately, it goes back to money because if they had less money, they'd care more. But they just don't care. 
doesn't well, hold matter on. to them. What was the – do we know the money back in the day, back in the 80s and the It 90s? wasn't about the money. It was just they cared. No, it was about it, showing it, who the best players it was, were. Yeah, right, was, but but part of it's because they made less money, so they yes, cared yeah, more yeah. about yeah. looking good yes. and, and being the top guy and – and representing your team and your town and your league. It was just a healthier in a proud level way. of, like, a, a healthier competitive Correct. playing field. It was very competitive. Look, yeah, it was just, like, compete for the sake of competing. I mean, compete because you're Michael Jordan and you want to show the world that you're better than everyone. That's right. You're Patrick Ewing and, and you want to get the better of Hakeem and you want to prove you belong. Here, and, Andy, here's the mo- Andy, here's the most basic way I'll, I, I'll put it. So I, I topped out in baseball around uh, sixth grade, all right? But for those first couple years, man, I was, in a, I was an all-star every year. Absolutely, I was an early peaker. No, I was an early peaker. But I will tell you this, Andy, even in the grade school all-star games, everybody tried. Could you imagine, like, fourth grade all-star, John? Everyone's like, nope, not going to try. Like, that's what this is. This is the all-star game of their sport, and they just don't try. It's a disgrace. I can't imagine. But if if games are played like this, when does it trickle down to the kids? Like, at what point does, for for a kid all-star game, do you start seeing lollygagging going on? Because that's what they see at that the pro what, level. That is what they say. They, It's got to happen eventually if it hasn't already. And you know what, Andy, you know what bothers me? And I'm curious if you agree with this. Kids, I hate to be a kiddist here, but I'm going to be a <laughs> kiddist. <laughs> Kids seem to vibe with the NBA more than adults these days. And it bothers me because I feel like it's a get-out-of-jail-free card for Adam Silver's league that they don't deserve. Like, I have nephews. They adore what goes on in the NBA? I can't say yesterday per se or Sunday per se. I don't know, but I do know this: like stuff that John and I lament, the kids don't seem to lament, and it drives me nuts. Well, but it, but it's different. It's a different fandom. I know it is. They're fans of players, I not of teams. Are. That's right. Yeah, I know they are, and it, and it bothers me. All right, Andy, give me an answer, man. Who or what is a farce? People who put photographs of their meals on Facebook. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I hate that, too. You know restaurants hate it? It drives them crazy Why? because it's like sometimes these people are so busy, like, making sure and like the food gets cold and then they complain it like oh this is good well you just spent 10 minutes trying yeah. to take a picture of it drives me nuts when i see someone with a meal posted on social media all right so i'll tell you what did not drive me nuts but give us greater clarity here the phillies signing over the weekend of wit Merrifield, james seltzer thumbs up thumbs down one year eight million dollars for wit Merrifield. come on down what do you make of it uh thumbs up Roger Ebert style. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a great signing. I, I honestly was surprised it wasn't everyone was 100% on board. I saw a lot of kind of 50-50. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, he's a 35-year-old bench guy. You know, <laughs> like that's – and it's what they cost. You know, if you look up similar type players in terms of their numbers, their production, $8 million a year is what Whit Merrifield should cost to play baseball this year. It's, it's a fair signing for a guy – we all talked about they need a right-handed bat – who's versatile, can play multiple positions, who can come in and put the bat on the ball when they need it. This guy's the third most hits in baseball over the last eight years. Like, he's going to put Jeez. the bat on the so ball. So why only $8 million in one year? Because he's 35. He's not an everyday player anymore, or he shouldn't be. You know, he uh, he's just thir- he's 35 years old. He's reached the end. And he's not, like, a great hitter anymore. A lot of that came from before. He's like a, he's like a 270 to 280 type of hitter who, if he played the full year, would give you 10 home runs. Like, he's not a, a dynamic hitter. But he's yeah. a, a really great bench player who's going to come in and be able to put the bat on the ball for you. He'll play three days a week, and 
and he's going to be a valuable player for this team, I believe. You said the third most hits in baseball last season? Since, no, since 2016. Oh, since 20, mm-hmm. Well, that's even more impressive. Well, yeah, it's a longer <laughs> sample size. But it also but, yeah. may, could be a lot more front-loaded. No, it I understand. Is. It I know is it, yeah, no, I, I get it. Look, I think it's a, a great move on a lot of levels. For, first off, first off, the, the Phillies had no bench last year. Let's be real. I mean, when they were played in the playoffs, who was their best bench player? Was it Jake Cave? Or Sosa, I mean... Uh, it could go either way. Exactly. Sosa two yeah. years ago, maybe Cave yeah, last either year. Either way, not Bottom you know, line negligible. Is, they didn't have a Stairs. They didn't have a Dobbs. They didn't have a Greg Gross. They didn't have a Lonnie Smith. They didn't have a Keith Moreland. And how old was they Stairs when he was they here? Did, 40? Huh? 39? 40? He was old. I don't he was know. Old. Old. He was old. Yeah, he was old. He was up there. But, like, yeah. bottom line is they had no bench. So, first off, fundamentally, you upgrade that. Second, now you also have a scenario where you have the kind of player that can play a bunch of different positions, and he can spell different dudes. Like, I would expect this – I'm going to just call him Wit. I would expect Wit John to be playing three, four days a week. I think that's what he goes. Get by. a game at second. Witt. Well, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, I'm going to call him by his name. What were you going to call him by? Not I'm not calling him Merrifield. <laughs> I'm going to call the guy Wit. I mean, it's a unique name. I'm going to call the dude Wit. So, like, yeah, you know, I prefer Wit also. Yeah, you're going to get a little bit of second, a little bit of center, a little bit of left, a little bit of everything. You can get some third. And so you can, like, everybody can sort of get, like, one day a week off. Not everybody like Bryce Harper first. But, you know, everyone can sort of get their time off. And this guy gets three or four days a week. And I think it improves the club. I think it's a a very, very, very solid move. Now, it does. Well, it's cool that he is a different type of hitter than, than, you know, like the uh, Kyle Schwarber, who feels like he's going to be, you know, swinging for the fences a lot more. And and the, the. I love the speed, the 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 defense, that idea. You know, the, the sure. concept of being able to be a weapon on the base paths. It's and a when, really good base runner. When you yeah. can run, still, at like 35, he can still run. a really good base runner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love this. I love the idea of just putting the bat on the ball, which is what he does, and then using your speed. Now, listen, this I agree, John. This might be the end, though, for the Phils as far as bringing anyone of of real value in. Dave Dombrowski talked over the weekend. If you read between the lines here, and listen, maybe he's being coy. But it sounds to me like the Phillies are probably done with adding anybody of real value. Here's what Dombrowski said over the weekend. I would identify our situation more that we like our club. I think our positional players are really set. Uh, I don't know who if, if we're healthy when we break camp and Rojas makes the club. Twelve of our 13 spots are spoken for at this point. So there's a spot, they're battle for one more. And we have a lot of different people that can play that role. Our five starting pitchers are set. We, we have helped the depth of our starting pitching with a lot of moves that we're making. Um, and our bullpen, we like our bullpen, too, at this time, and we see some of the arms that we like. So, again, we'll be open-minded. We'll see what happens. But I can't say that we're actively looking to say we want to add this particular thing. All right, look, we'll take your phone calls on Wit now being a fill on Bryce Harper's desire for more money, whether you think Middleton should, whether you think Middleton will give him more money. Plus, the NBA All-Star Weekend. Your reaction to that, the Flyers, the outdoor game, and more. Well, it is exciting to know the Phils are at spring training. And the season starts in about five weeks, which is awesome. Joe Cameron, John Rich, it is 94 WIP, and we need the Phils. We need them. Big time. And they should be really good for a while. Now, the question is, are they going to break through and win a World Series one of these years? The sooner the better. Time will tell. But high hopes for the Phils, which is which is fun. All right, the Bryce Harper thing, you can weigh in on it. I think it's absurd that a player with eight years left on his deal, you know, wants 
new deal, or at least what you'd call an extended deal. Um, but I, I am curious, and so far on the phone lines, there's been a lot of support for Bryce to get more money, uh, believe it or not, because I think you know there's probably some, some people out there saying, hey, listen, this is the cost of doing business, that if you have an all-time player and he wants more money and you want him to be not only the player but the recruiter guy and happy guy and good clubhouse guy and the whole deal guy, then just tack on the extra two years and, and 70 or so million dollars. I, I, to me, it's – what's the word, James? Antithetical? What's the word? Anti- antithetical, yep. Antithetical. Antithetical. So am I saying that right? To because like, of the precedent that yeah, it's just creating. It's ridiculous. He's under contract for eight more years. But let's see where people stand. To pay Bryce more or not, Hassan and Strawberry Mansion. Hassan, what do you make all this, my man? Good morning, morning, everybody. I definitely think you should pay him. Should pay him more. Yes. First off, we all knew. What is going? What is going on? What is going on? Are we in Philadelphia? What am I missing here? Are we a blue collar town or not? What in the world has happened to our town? Go ahead. I don't know what you're missing, but I'm old enough to remember a player named Terrell Owens who gave this town a discount. Yep. And when it was time to pay him, they didn't. So, and this is. You know, 300 mil might not sound like a discount, but for the time that he got and for the play that he's given, that is a big-time discount. And Manny Machado hasn't done half of what Bryce has done. Yeah, he hasn't done as well. That's for damn sure. Like, come on. We got to make it make sense here sometimes. Hassan, what about about this argument? Bryce chose to sign it. Yeah, well, T.O. chose to sign it. That don't – that don't mean we don't make it right. Like you got to make it right at some point. Like you choose to sign it. But there are other things that need to be made right because of because it's... of what James Harden called Maury a liar for. Like I'm sure they have underhanded deals, backroom deals that they're making. Like make those things right. The stuff that you talk about. Take this bill here. We'll make it right this year. Like make it right. Bryce deserves it. And as far as this All Star game, it is. Beyond me, how, like I looked at the over and the under of the game and decided not to watch. It. Like that's how bad. It is. <laughs> what was the over under? I assume they went. It over. was like yeah, went over. It was like it three fifty. It was three fifty five. Three fifty six. I think it ended at three fifty six and a half. Or what something. a disc. So Hassan, you say scrap the game, just be done with it, because that's what the NFL yeah, like, did with the Pro Bowl, like the oh real, the, the real game. Like they play on NBA TV. They play all week long, all the old All Star games. When you see competitive. Yep. Hard mm-hmm. play, like it's like a good pickup game. Like maybe yeah. not all four quarters, but you get good competitiveness. All right, Hassan, like, give me an give me an give me an answer. Who or what? Like the NBA All Star game, who or what's a farce? Tony Romo's commentating. Wow. <laughs> that's funny answer right there. Outstanding, uh, John. I mean, you know, the commissioner has tried to make changes because look, the easy thing to say is, I, look, I wouldn't get rid of the All Star game right now. I would make. I don't know. One more attempt. But if these guys can't get it together, then I guess I would get rid I mean, where do you stand on? close. To, the, a couple years ago, remember when Ben Simmons hurt his back? Mm-hmm. Uh, we think, or at least I think it was yeah, the in. Fall. No, I think it was in this All-Star game. No, I said in, it was a fall. He fell. Yeah, because yeah. he was scrambling, yeah. playing good defense in an All-Star game. Uh, what th- what year was that? Like 2017? No, it was after that. They, there was something that, that flared up that one year where they actually got competitive for, for like a quarter and a half of that game. 
I don't know how you recapture that. I, well, I, you know, that could be the argument against it. I mean, the, the argument well, could sure. be guys get injured. Injury. I mean, I remember when the right. punter in football, I forget which punter it was, when uh, who was the, the, the Washington player who got murdered? Sean Taylor. Remember when Sean Taylor just crushed that punter in a Pro Bowl? Just, I mean, he no. demolished the guy. <laughs> I mean, it was it was like, it yeah. was ridiculous. And by the way, ridiculous that the, the, the coach of the team, I'm not making this up, had the punter run a fake punt. Like, if I'm the head coach of the punter, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're punter. asking for it. You're having my punter run with the football in, in an all-star game known as the Pro Bowl? Like, that punter. that was outrageous. I but, guarantee you the punter asked for it. Well, Let James, me do a play, coach. You know what? He got, <laughs> he got his butt, I mean, demolished by Sean Taylor, who obviously is one of the great hitters this I century. love that Sean Taylor I mean, did that. Sean Taylor was a hitter's hitter. Oh, yeah. He was an incredible hitter. So, John, your mindset on yeah, the everyone loves Sean. Taylor. I know. So, so I, your mind, your mindset on the All Star Game is what? Get rid of it or keep it? I I want the All Star Game so bad, but I I, I need I, I need to find some sort of answer that makes it look different than what it did. Well, that, I agree with that. that. Was you can't zero keep doing this. defense. You you score four hundred total points between right. the two teams or whatever it was. That's an abomination. It of was a game. It was. So I I don't know the answer. I don't either. I would love. For the All-Star game to reclaim some of the greatness that that it holds for me. Like when I think back to the 80s, the 90s, yep. the pageantry, it was wonderful. And, and it was. And somehow we, we have to try to work. And let me tell that. you what solution I don't want. I don't want to do away with it. Well, I don't want to do away with it either. I don't think there's ultimately going to be a good solution. I'll tell you what solution I have no stomach for. Winning team, each player makes an extra million. Winning team, each player makes an extra $3 million. Like, that does nothing for me. That does nothing for me. They do get paid now, right? I have I mean, no idea. I think it's I like 50000 no or 100000 But, you know, they, they pull this stuff. All right, you know, it's like they do with the, the in-season tournament. All right, you win it, you get extra money. Like, that, that I find that even, even, even more annoying. They got I mean, a lot of money for that, I believe. Ridiculous. All right, let's, let's listen to Whit um, Merrifield because he's now a Phil. Let's listen to Whit on uh, joining the Phillies. As he's now a Phil, uh, at this stage of his career, his mindset on joining the Phils. I've been a three-time All-Star. I've led the league in hits a couple of times. I've led the league in solo bases. I've led the league in all these different things that I feel like I've proven that I'm here and I can play. Um, I was an All-Star last year. I've done that. I want to win now. And so I'm here to do whatever I need to do to win and to help this team win, whether it's sit on the bench and be the cheerleader for 162 games. <laughs> I don't think that's why they brought me here, but you know, if that's what they want me to do, um, I just, I just want to win. All right, let's let's talk about last year. So last year, here are the totals. Although it was a strange way to get there, a two totals, two seventy two batting average, which is fine, three eighteen on base percentage, which is low, three eighty two slugging percentage, which is low. Now uh, he didn't have, uh, you know, uh, the most at bats, but he still had a lot. He had five hundred forty seven at bats in the season. Uh, he ended up having 11 home runs, 67 RBIs. No seltzer. This guy last year started red hot All Star game and then completely, he got hurt, fell apart. He had right? a groin injury. Yeah. So it was like a soft tissue thing. Kept playing, but but clearly hampered him. Yeah. But he's not the player he was in the first half anymore either. You pretty, know. Pretty amazing though to get a guy who, you know, was a dominant player in the beginning last year. Yeah. Three time All Star, a guy that's. Because he's also led the league in stolen bases before, yep. right? Led the league in hits, stolen bases. I mean, he's he's had a really nice career. He's a, he's a nice baseball player. Yeah, 
John, should Johan Rojas be a little concerned? I love oh, he Johan can't play. Center. I mean, he, Marsh. He's Whit Merrifield is not a center fielder. Like, no, but he can play left field. He can play left. Yes, yeah, so Mar- I mean Marsh isn't healthy but, right now. Is the problem? When you look, at I don't the way, think you're playing Whit Merrifield in left field every day. And when you sign him, like, last theoretically, year, but I don't think that's a plan. Left six games. Yep. He was in right field four games. He was at second base a lot, a, a ton of games. The the majority of of what he was doing was, you know, infield. Uh, I I don't think. Johan Rojas is worried. All right. Well, look, we'll see. Maybe Rojas has, has claimed his spot. Time will tell. 215-592-9494. All right. On all these topics, and again, primarily, to pay Bryce Harper more money or not, where you stand on that, we'll rock all the calls. Plus, up ahead, what Bryce and Dombrowski said over the weekend about Bryce's desire to make more money, plus a frustrated Adam Silver after that All-Star game over the weekend. Reuben Frank joins us at 730. Something fascinating JT Real Muto said. Uh, uh, about the uh, remarks of John Middleton to the Phils upon uh, the Phils full club getting together, plus Rob Thompson looking back to last year, something he said to Howard over the weekend. That and all of the phone calls. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie. It's 94 WIP. You can't control the weather, but Horizon Services ensures your home is warm all season long. Their expert technicians recommend getting your heater checked now. They'll inspect your system, listen to your concerns, and guide you to the right solution that optimizes your system's performance. Horizon is always available with same-day, 24-7 capability. And to get you through the rest of the season, they are currently offering $50 off any repair. And if your system is in need of replacement, Horizon's experts can install a new system as soon as tomorrow. Plus, you can earn up to $1,500 back on a new heating and cooling system and easy financing is available. Book your visit online at horizonservices.com forward slash WIP.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.